o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition uh, for this September 17th, 2017. And joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I Well, I, you know I love Trojan Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Well, just a few moments ago, and I don't want to take away his anger and his righteous anger against the Dems. Ah. But I, I, I just want to say, can we not denigrate pussies? <laughs> it, it's a bone of contention with me. I um, gotcha. Love you, Trojan. I love you so much. And he's been at my house, but yeah, let's. Can we not do that? I'm okay with not doing that. Um, and Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City uh, owner-operator, Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. Welcome, buddy. Yes, hello. Well, first of all, my my nickname is Corn Pop. Thank you. Oh, you got a razor? Yeah, and <laughs> straight razor. That's okay. right. Yeah. And uh, it was my grandfather's actually, and um, yeah, and I agree. As, as far as Trouser Rabbit's uh, 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 <clears throat> little post there, I agree with what he's saying, one hundred percent. I just, you're right. We we need not to denigrate any more than Mr. Trump has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I, and I'm sorry for calling him out. I, no, no. I because I said me too to him. I, I agree with his his. Uh, I agree totally with the spineless Democrats. I wish they would just stop this crap. Just just either indict them or don't. Just go away. Stop embarrassing yourself. I'm, I'm getting out of soapbox. But yeah, we don't have to get into the, the P word. I didn't know Thank Corn you, Pop. Trojan. I didn't know Corn Pop had a soapbox. Thank you, Corn Pop. Corn Pop. <laughs> corn Pop gets out of soap. Don't you have a cereal box? On, on, you don't have a cereal box uh, if you're Corn Pop? <laughs> Corn pop? Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I would love to see your I have a Joe, here's a Photoshop for you. A cereal box with corn pop holding a straight edge razor with Joe Biden, the lifeguard in the background. Oh, there you go. God, I I know there is a picture of old corn pop out on the internet. <laughs> I don't I don't know about young corn pop. Because they did identify corn pop. Just put some little stick figure arms and legs on a box of Kellogg's Corn Pops and put a straight razor in its hand. Oh, here I go. I'm on Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there, can you, can you hear that, folks? Can you hear that? That's a, that's Photoshop from Joe coming in the air. <laughs> I can feel him Photoshopping as we talk. Hold on. Pop, pop, pop. 
corn pop. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I don't have the corn pop audio, unfortunately. Um, so yeah. All right. So today uh, was a shit show. Um, with uh, Corey Lewandowski just being a raging. Uh, uh, do we expect anything less of Corey Lewandowski being a raging asshole in front of Congress for the the what what is it the impeachment inquiry? Well, this That's what we're calling actually, it. This was this was the beginning of the impeachment inquiry. This particular hearing. And I, I want to frame it as such, because I'm going to, I'd like to speak on this later. This particular hearing was supposed to address the obstruction of justice yes. that was talked about in the Mueller report. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And Corey Lewandowski was instructed by the White House under executive privilege to not discuss any conversations he had, even though he was never a member. Uh, he's never been a government employee. He was never a member of the Trump cabinet. Uh, but for some reason, executive privilege extends to him. I would like to see uh, uh, that legally challenged. Um, I, I, I don't... There, there's got to be some kind of... Well... Yeah, I would like to see that legally challenged, too. Here's the problem. Somebody's got to legally challenge it. Yeah. Right. True. Okay, and and getting back to Trojan Rabbit, okay, what the fuck? Why did you sit there and let this charade go on all day? Why didn't they fucking cuff him? They should have fucking arrested him. You don't have an executive privilege. You don't have any legal basis for this. You either answer the question or you're in contempt of Congress. Yeah. Period. Now, I realize contempt of Congress goes to the Department of Justice. The Department of Justice is the legal firm for the Trump uh, White House, and we're going nowhere. But you know what? Do it. Do something. Throw a rock at them. You know, pick <laughs> up your pens and throw them at them. You know? Sure. Do something. <laughs> you know, don't take the shit from these people. Yeah. Oh, God. I- I, I, or, or just stop the whole thing. Or just stop the whole thing. Just yeah. pre- okay. Say I'm not going to investigate anything the goddamn guy does. He's fine. Okay. Then, then just just walk away. Yeah. Oh, I know. see, I know the dogs are, are agreeing up- with you. Are they upset? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what was interesting is that um, I can't remember the exact phrase that he used. He didn't say I am ex- exercising my executive privilege. What he did say was that I'm. I'm respecting the executive privilege that the White House has asked me to respect, which I still feel like, here's the thing, guys, I agree with you. I I even tweeted out, he needs to be held in contempt. He needs to be thrown in jail. I do, I, I completely agree with that. But, and this is why I brought up the fact that this, this hearing was about obstruction. Mm Mm-hmm. What we saw in real time today was more obstruction. Yes. And Defin- I don't the definition think, of it. Yeah, and I you know, so I think that I think that Nadler got off to a really awful start. Oh, it was horrible. It was, awful. It was so cringeworthy. I, yeah, between him and, and Collins and his all this, you know, poo pooing about the rules and all this other crap. It was ridiculous the first half hour of this hearing. Um, later and, on, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry, Ken. And, and that whole debacle, too, in the beginning where Lewandowski was like, oh, I don't have a copy of the report in front of me. I don't have a copy. I right. can't speak on something. I can't remember. I don't know. You read it to me. It's not on the screen. You know, just like all this fucking stalling and bullshit. And, you know, and then the way he treated, treated Sheila Jackson Lee, mm -hmm. that that is a punch-worthy offense, man. What a piece oh, of right. garbage. Um, I really agree with that. But you it, know what? Later yeah. on, Hank Johnson asked the same question that Nadler asked. Yeah. And Which, Lewandowski answered it. Oh, good. I Yeah. I, I uh, Well, it, let's, let's listen to a little bit of the Nadler stuff. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't like this audio, but I just kind of, I, I think, unfortunately, Nadler somehow got rattled by Lewandowski. And it was just a fucking yeah. mess. It was just a mess. So here's a, you know, and it's like he bullied him. It was pathetic. Mr. Lewandowski, we received a letter from the White House just yesterday that they will not let you answer any questions beyond what you told the special counsel and was publicly released. The White House's instruction to you is based on a bogus claim of executive privilege, even though you did not work a single day for the administration, let alone in the executive branch. My colleagues are going to get into the specific events in detail, but I'm especially troubled by the president's attempt to obstruct Congress's investigation and prevent the American people from learning the truth about what he's done, and I want to ask you questions relevant to that issue. Ms. Lewandowski, is it correct that as reported in the Mueller report on June 19, 2017, you met alone in the Oval Office with the president? I said, is, is, is there a book and page number you can reference me to, please? I don't have a copy of the report in front of me. Oh Volume 2, God. page 90. But I, I simply ask you, is it correct that as reported in the Mueller report on June 19th, 2017, you met alone in the Oval Office with the president? Could you read the exact language of the report, sir? I don't have it available to me. I don't think I need to do that, and I have limited time. Did you meet alone with the president on that date? Congressman, I'd like you to refresh my memory by providing a copy of the report so I can follow page, along. Page, you don't have a copy with you? I don't have a copy of the report, Congressman. Clock will Mr. Stop. Chairman, I request uh, that the clock be stopped while this uh, charade is sorted out. Yeah. Okay. Riveting. <laughs> I'm sorry, Congressman, what page was it? The clock should have been stopped and should remain stopped. Page, no page 90, volume 2. Okay, and which paragraph, sir? I don't have it in front of me. I'd like a reference, sir, so I can follow along on what you're asking. Do you not have an independent recollection of whether you met with the president on that date? Congressman, I'm just trying to find in the Mueller report where it states that. Well, you have it in front of you. I gave you the, pres the, the page number. Okay, what, where on page 90 is it, sir? Mr. Chairman, you've got to start the clock. Miss, no, I don't have to start the clock when he's filibustering. Bottom of page 90. Well, filibustering is a different bottom issue. That's across the hall in the bottom Senate. This is actual questions oh, being done geez. now. Mr. Chairman, I, point of parliamentary inquiry, Mr. Chairman. That's not me. The gentleman will state his point of parliamentary inquiry. Okay, so this is, yeah, there you go. I don't even know if we need to listen to more of it, although I do have another five minutes of that. It's, it's not worth it because I, I don't know if you, I know you listened to it, I don't know if Joe did, but it was a whole bunch of bullshit designed to just take away the focus of the hearing. Mm -hmm. 
It was right? just a big song and dance by Lewandowski to try and say, well, oh, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, you have to, you know, uh, I'm gonna have to finger paint here because I'm so stupid. You yeah, know? and in between all of that, during probably the five minutes that you have left. He was given a copy of the Mueller report. He was given a copy right there, and he had it in front of him. And then he's like, oh, I'm on the page. Where, where on the page? Right. It's like, fuck you. Can't you read? So this is where this is where I feel like Nadler was not prepared. And I wish that he had taken a page from the Schiff um when Schiff held his his um, mm. committee hearing with with Robert Mueller, yeah, because everybody knew going in, Mueller wasn't going to answer the questions the way that Nadler asked them, and Schiff came in and basically, and the entire committee, the entire intelligence committee, was like, yes or no? Can you answer this yes or no? And and Mueller is a much more fair player than than. Lewandowski ever would be mm. so I, I do feel like Nadler did not do a good job and I know we don't have the audio and that's fine and I hope we can play it on Friday but Hank Johnson the Democrat from <sighs> Georgia basically asked the same question and he got the answers from Lewandowski yes he did meet with Trump in the White House Lewandowski said yes he said yes if it's in the Mueller report then yes and the thing is, is that it is in the Mueller report, and that's where Nadler really messed up to me. But not all of the Dems from, from the, I mean, I listened from one until about five o'clock when I needed to just shut down and take a break. Not all of the Dems fucked up. We got yeah. some good stuff out of that hearing. Well, I, I can, um, uh, later on, I can, uh, at least at the very least, uh, I, I know there's a clip from Representative Jaypal, J Jayapal, is that how you say your last yes. name? Um, yes. Jayapal. I pulled that up on my phone, so I can at least play that. It's only two minutes, so. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the again, this was still going on, like, you know, up until very recently, if it's still not going on now. I have no idea when they I think stopped. it still is. I think the lawyers are now questioning him. <clears throat> well... Um, this, uh, I, I want to jump to the, um, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat from Texas. Never, don't hear that often. Um, and, um, uh, I, I, just the level of disrespect Corey Lewandowski has, and again, Sheila Jackson Lee, very plain spoken here, not jump, you know, giving, you know, I know Lewandowski's pretty thick. You know, he's got a little pea brain rattling around in about four inches of skull, you know, on either <laughs> side. Um, and, uh, you know, it, he, he is, is you know, he's a full lackey, toady, sycophant for Trump. Does not care about anything other than loyalty to Fat Donnie. Not loyalty to the country. Not loyalty to the even the Republican Party. Just to Trump. Just to this administration. And uh, she started questioning him about when he was, uh, uh, I think this is about, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, here, let's just do it in her own words. She sets it up uh, pretty simply here. Good morning, Mr. Lewandowski. I'm, giving, I'm questioning you right now. Thank you. 
The president asked you, who had no role at all in the White House, to deliver that message to Attorney General Sessions. The president could have just picked up the phone himself at any time and called the Attorney General. The president also had a full staff of executive employees right down the hall. So this made me wonder, if the president thought what he was doing was legal, why didn't he just pick up the phone and call the Attorney General Sessions, or why not ask any member of his staff who worked right down the hall to deliver a message? It is clear to me that the reason he went to you, Mr. Leandowski, is because everyone said no. So I want to ask you about that. Two days before meeting you, the president had called White House Counsel McGahn at home on a Saturday to fire the special counsel saying, and you can see that on the screen, Mueller has to go. Call me back when you do it. Plain and simple. But McGahn refused. When the president asked you to deliver that message, did he, the president, tell you that two days before your meeting, his White House counsel had refused to fire the special counsel? Volume 1186 is where you find that language. Volume 2. Volume 2. When the president asked you, did you hear the question? I'm sorry, could you repeat the question, Congressman? When the president asked you to oh deliver that message, did he, Asshole. the president, tell you that two days before your meeting, his White House counsel had refused to fire the special counsel? The, the White House has directed me that I not disclose the substance of any so conversations with the you president. You are not allowed to answer whether the president told you he called his counsel at home on Saturday to remove, on a Saturday, remove the special counsel, and his counsel said no. The president had also personally called Sessions at home and asked him to unrecuse himself and oversee the special counsel's investigation, and Sessions said no. When the president asked you to deliver his message to Sessions, did the president tell you that Sessions had already said no? Volume 2, one, page 107. Again, Congresswoman, I recognize that the privilege is not mine, but I've been this asked by the, the White public, House to... Uh, Congresswoman, I'd be happy to answer your question, or you can just have a conversation by yourself. But if you'd like to ask me a question, no, I'll be happy I, to answer it. I'm going to continue. The reason is well, because... don't ask me a question if I'm you don't want to hear my answer. My time. This is a House judiciary, not a House party. So if you ask me a question, give me the opportunity to answer your question. The campaign the special counsel is investigating. I'd like my time restored, please, of his interruption. What a The lady controls the time. So he was a witness to the special counsel's investigation. For that reason, Sessions said publicly that federal law prohibited his involvement in the special counsel's investigation. Here's a quote from the report from volume two, pages 49 to 50, which is on the screen. You can read that. Yes or no? Did the president tell you that the attorney general was legally not allowed to take any part in the special counsel's investigation when he asked you to deliver him a note about that very investigation? Did the president tell you that? What you've just read is not on the screen, Congresswoman. Oh, my God. It was. You need to look at the screen. There it is. Yes or no? Read the screen. You're welcome to read it, Congresswoman. Uh, oh you're welcome my God. to be stalling. Yep. And I'm not going to stall. You either answer the question yes or no. Congressman, I'll take the same you, privileges that you've had as other members. tell you that nobody at the White House was supposed to even contact the attorney general about the investigation? That you can answer yes or no. I will not disclose any conversations I've had with the president, Congressman. Again, uh, you are obviously here to block any reasonable inquiry into the truth or not of this administration. The White House counsel, quote, shortly after Sessions announced his recusal, directed that Sessions should not be contacted about the special counsel investigation. 
Um, in fact, the White House counsel's internal notes state no contact with Sessions and no uh, communication serious about instruction. Can you read that? I just said it. Can you read that? Did you hear me? Yes. Is there a question? Yes. Did the president tell you his White House counsel <laughs> told him no contact with Sessions because of serious concerns of obstruction when he asked you to deliver a message to Sessions? I am respecting the executive branch privilege of confidentiality, and I will recognize that at this time. Let me just say that you knew, did you know the president was putting you at risk when he asked you to deliver a message to the attorney general? I want to be very clear. The president knew what he was doing was wrong because everyone else had already said no. He called his White House counsel to fire the special counsel. McGahn said no. He called the attorney general to ask him to unrecuse himself from the special counsel's investigation. Sessions said no. His White House counsel said there should be no contact with Sessions because of his recusal. So what does the president do? He calls you in to do what everyone else wouldn't do. He calls you in to do his dirty work in secret because he knew Time. it was wrong. Time. Well, we will expose the truth. Time. The president can hide behind you any longer. Time and you should be here to be telling the truth, the General Lady Lewandowski, because the, the truth will set you time free the and the American lady. people. I yield back. The time of the General Lady has expired. The witness may answer the question. I don't believe there was a question, Congressman. Very well. Yes, there was. Could you repeat the question? I didn't hear it. I'd be happy to repeat the it's question. It's just a rant. I repeat the question. I'll be hard to repeat the question. The General Lady's time has expired. <clears throat> I'm sorry. How the fuck was he allowed to get away with all that? Just those like four or five instances there, of of the blatant disregard of uh, you know oh I can't read it you read it to me oh oh uh, there was no question there just a rant how the fuck I, I agree with Trojan Rabbit inherent contempt immediate arrest I don't know I, how he's fucking walking around I I don't disagree with that I mean. Uh, <laughs> It got better as the day went on. Not much, but it did get better. But at that point, Nadler should have slammed the ban hammer down and say, that's it. You're going to jail. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I am disappointed in Nadler. I will tell you this, that I know there's a lot of people out there who have been knocking Nancy Pelosi. I do not include myself among them. Because I believe that this is the job of, of this committee, and it's Nadler's job, just like it's Schiff's job, just like it's Cummings' job to handle these things. I don't think that Nadler handled this right. No. Nope. I don't. No. Nope. Well, let me just say this about that. The reason Nadler isn't handling it right, part of the reason anyway, is because of Nancy Pelosi. Uh, her refusal her refusal to consider putting it to a floor vote doing a formal formal impeachment inquiry like we did with Watergate and let the chips fall where they may was there a this formal is not vote? a political yes there was a formal floor vote but so, didn't they have the inquiry before they had Joe, you Matt, please forgive me because I've been under the please forgive me on this one because I've been under the impression that the houses at the time were doing investigations before it were. came to the floor as an inquiry floor vote. They were, and then they voted the the full house voted to start impeachment inquiry. But they were doing that's the investigation. What, that's what Peter Rodino. 
started his impeachment inquiry. See, this and the point is, mm-hmm. put it to the floor. S- stop handcuffing people like Nadler. Stop handcuffing the people who want to to see justice served, mm-hmm. who wants to see the rule of law upheld. Stop handcuffing these people. Stop stop muzzling these people. She yeah. refuses even to talk about it now at the last press conference. This is insane. And if you want, and if you want more of what you got today, just keep doing that, because that's what you're going to look like. To me, shit or let somebody else in the stall. Okay. I concur. Uh, yeah, I uh, I've tried to kind of play a little nice on the show um, about uh, you know all of this and try not to throw anybody under the bus, uh, Democrat. Uh, on the Democratic side, or you know, Republicans, what few there are of good conscience that are, well, well, Justin Amash is no longer a Republican. You know, people who want to, you know, want to see Trump held accountable. I mean, they're they're uh, to to turn a blind eye to this lawlessness, and to think that uh, you know somehow it's worth. I mean, honest to God, everything that's going on here is so much more fucking worse than what Nixon did. From my understanding of what Nixon did in Watergate, I wasn't around then, but to me, this makes, you know, Watergate look like fucking, you know, the banana splits. This, this looks, this makes Watergate look like a convenience store heist. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and for the speaker of the house, not to even want to talk to the press about it anymore. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not taking any more questions on this. This is absurd. This has reached the level of absurdity. It really, really has. For Christ's sake, we have a lawless president, and he's gonna, and you're going to get a string of what you got today for the rest of this presidency. And if you think that by not indicting him, by not impeaching him, by not having the floor vote, you're going to win an election next year and preserve the House. My question is, why preserve the House? What's the point in having the fucking majority if you're going to do what you did today and what you've been doing the last five months? There's no point. I gotta say, I'm mad at that. I'm in. Because it's it's getting beyond frustrating. I mean, you know the, I I, and I hate to you know beat a dead horse, but. I mean, look, they, they impeached Bill Clinton over, you know, arguably over a BJ, you know? Yeah, and and, 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 and the Democrats, you know, oh, yeah, look, at the Republicans lost the majority. No, the Republicans won the next presidential fucking election. Yeah. You asshole. Well, you at mis- least the Supreme mis- Court said. remember history. At least the Supreme Court said so. They still lost. They still lost. Yeah, yeah. For Christ's sake. Either do be who you are, okay? I say this to the candidates. I say this to the Democratic Party right now. Be who the fuck you are, okay? You're supposed to be the party of, of, of justice, social justice, and you're letting this happen, and you're mm-hmm. walking away from it, and Nancy Pelosi, you're not going to take a fucking question from the press about it? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's Trump-level bullshit. Why? Why doesn't she just Absolutely. call them fake? Why doesn't she call them fake news when when they ask the question? I would ask Nancy Pelosi to give me the evidence that she has that by not impeaching Trump, we have a lock on the presidency in 2020, 
And if you can't do that, then do your job. Yeah. Do the fucking job we sent you there for. And part of your job is to impeach the president if he is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors, of which this man does out in the open, and you have admitted that he has done. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi has admitted that he has committed obstruction of justice. Then where is your justification for stonewalling this? For tying yeah. the hands of every committee who wants to go after him? Give us the floor vote. Do it. When you all right, I am very confused about something. Please please explain to me. Do you see a difference between, and I know that you understand the difference between impeachment and inquiry and investigation, right? I, I, what I'm confused about, and, and this is the God's honest truth, is, is there's been a lot of talk from the right-wing media about is it an investigation, is it impeachment? And I've just kind of looked at it like we need to start this inquiry before we get to a floor vote about impeachment. Am I confusing what you're talking about? with an actual impeachment vote because I don't think that we can just go straight to impeachment. No, no, I'm not saying straight to impeachment. I'm saying that you should go to the floor of the house and have a vote to start a legitimate official impeachment inquiry. But isn't that not what we've this, got going on? No, no, no. What, what Nadler has done is played, played with semantics to please Nancy Pelosi. Okay? They have one foot in, one foot out. They want to have their cake, and then they want to eat it too. We're doing an impeachment inquiry, but we're really not. We don't want to offend the in, the independents in the voting block, so we're not going to offend you, okay, with an impeachment inquiry to make the Democrats look like we're overreaching. Oh no, no, no! But we're but to satisfy the base, we're gonna we're gonna call it something that sounds like that. And then everything is everybody's pleased, and everybody wins. Well, nobody wins here. Okay, you saw what happened today. You saw what happened when McGahn didn't come in front of that committee. You saw when Barr came in front of that committee and made a mockery of the whole thing. This is going to continue to happen. And if it's going to continue to happen, then you stop doing it or do it the right way. That is what happens when you play with criminals. Okay, imagine if, if every prosecutor went after the mafia this way. Well... On that note, we got to go to the break. We're going to continue talking about this when we come back, and then we'll we'll try and lighten the mood a little bit in hour two. Um, but yeah, there we have some uh, righteous outrage here. Um, but you know, uh, uh, yeah, we, we got to do something different, folks, because this shit ain't working. It just isn't working. And I don't think anybody has to, you know, uh, think real hard about what song I'm going to be playing on this break. I'm not even going to give you a hint. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down 
This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you pay when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air listener, I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program, uh, the man with the righteous outrage, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Where you are, you are supplying the entire corn pop. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's just out there whipping his straight razor around saying, let me at him, let me at him. Uh, (laughs) I would have liked to punch his face. Oh, Lewandowski? Uh, Yeah, 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 oh my God. Uh, And uh, I haven't seen anybody that punchable in D.C. since, I don't know, Trey Gowdy. Maybe Jason Chaffetz. Um, and, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I, Hello. You know, he, Hello. here's the thing. I don't want to take away from Joe's outrage, but I, I feel like, you know what, we have to start somewhere. Joe, I don't, I'm not trying to negate your anger. Oh, you're I'm not negating you. my anger. <laughs> I'm with you on it, but... Uh, That's what Ambien's for. Well, no, but we're <laughs> starting something here. We're starting something here. And as frustrating as it was, and today was frustrating, I actually did watch it. Or I listened to it. I won't lie. I did listen to it. And I, every time when I heard something really incredible, I went to the TV to watch it, and I was like, no, I'm going back to listening to it, because well, yeah. Corey Lewandowski looks like a guy who's on steroids. But the thing is, is that we're starting. This is starting, finally. This is the thing. I think we've all wanted it to finally get going. Those are some pretty weak-ass steroids. <laughs> um, it's My just, it's is, like is he just took finally getting going steroids. with something. Something. See, that's, what, that's where I don't agree. I, I don't know we don't agree anything. on this, but, you know, what, what, what's, I mean, what's the option? I, I see how, how, where I see what, what you today? want, Joe. I see what you want, and I don't disagree with what you want. But that's not happening. That is not how, happening right now, and we have to deal with the reality that's right in front of our face. Well, the reality that's in your face really is really irritating. But here's where we are. If you continue to do this, you're going to embarrass yourself, like you did today, like you did when you, when you brought every other witness up in front of the the the, the so-called 
Judiciary Committee, and you got what you got today, and you're going to continue to get this. The only way to, to, if you had a formal inquiry, then you would have a legal basis to go to court and force these people to talk. Well, things are in the courts. Things are in the yeah, courts. Yeah, they're in a court in 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 a in in an oversight in an oversight case in subpoena cases, and that's going to go on until next year, and you're never going to see it, anything come of I any of it. I don't know if I agree that it's going to happen. So wouldn't wait until next. I don't know if I don't know how we both can know that. For example. For example, if this was a formal impeachment inquiry by the Judiciary Committee, grand jury testimony would have to be given to them by law, because that is a definite exception in the grand jury legal legal uh, uh, exception. Okay, so that's one big thing. All the grand jury testimony that that underlies the the Mueller report would have to be given to the committee. They don't have to do that now. Now they have to go to court to get that. And that could take years. If they were an official legislative judicial committee looking into an indictment, then they would have the same power as a grand jury, which they do not. Well, right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say because, you know, when I hear. You see, that just makes me want to give up, Joe. No, no, it's not. It does. When I hear when I hear that kind of talk, it 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 does, and I just feel like today was a start, and not all of this hearing was a shit show. We had good stuff that came out of it. We had good stuff that came out of it. I mean, you had you had uh, Representative Bass, you had Hakeem Jeffries, you had Hank Johnson, you had. Steve uh, Cohen. PayPal. You had Steve Cohen. We had good stuff that came out of this that I think we can build on. Well, what? I, I mean, I understand. I, I do, Joe. I understand the frustration. I was ready to throw things at the wall, but I, 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 I don't know. It's got to start somewhere. And this is a start. And I hope that we get what you're asking for. I want that, too. I want that too, but it's got to start somewhere. And it should have started a long time ago. I don't disagree. I don't disagree about that with the Dems, you know, uh, you know, playing footsie around with this. But this is a start. And I do want Lewandowski. I want him to be held in contempt. I want McGann to be held in contempt. I want Porter to be held in contempt. I want all of these people who've been subpoenaed and decided that I'm not going to pay attention to a subpoena to be held in in contempt. I uh, want that to happen. Yeah. I know. I know what'll make us all feel better. To dream the impossible dream, <laughs> to fight the unbeatable foe. To bear with unbearable sorrow, to run where the brave dare not go, to right the unrightable wrong, to love pure and chaste from afar. All right, that's another. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) so yeah, is Trump the unbeatable foe? No, he's not unbeatable. He's going he got, to die you, someday. You got, yeah, 
Yeah, maybe oh. after his what fifth term. Amen. Oh, I don't I don't know how I Amen. that was an accident. I didn't mean to hit that button. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no. Uh, oops. I meant to hit this one. And that's how he died. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but let, let me play some of the Steve Cohen stuff because I, I thought that that was some of the earlier good stuff. I it's kind of where I checked out. Um, but uh, I I thought you know he he knocked Lewandowski around pretty good, and uh, especially after the way he treated Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, I fucking a, you know, you can just tell. When a Trump cultist has to speak to a, a woman of color who's in authority, it's just always, always, not even a, in a position of authority or, or somebody like April Ryan, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, just the utter contempt for powerful women of color is, is it, it, they might as well just have fucking you know hat maggot hats on that say if you're a if you're a woman of color don't talk to me you know um mm-hmm. and if you're a, a white woman you better ask before you speak to me you know i mean they just hate women and especially women of color so much but yeah so uh, uh steve cohen representative steve cohen from uh, democrat from the state uh, great state of tennessee uh, here we go. Mr. Landowski, it's been made clear here you were not an employee and you admitted it at the White House. You had no W-2, you had no card, you had nothing. You were not an employee. And you were a policeman at one time. So you know something about the law and about following the law. Didn't you think it was a little strange that the president would sit down with you one-on-one and ask you to do something that you knew was against the law? Did that strike you as strange? I disagree with the premise of your question, Congressman. You weren't a policeman? I didn't. Yeah. Th- I didn't think the president asked me to do anything illegal. You well, didn't think he did. it would have been illegal for you to ask? He didn't ask that question either, Mr. Sessions, yeah. to drop the investigation and to just go on to future presidents and omit everything with this president and go ali ali in free. We're going to start with the next one about colluding with Russia. You yeah. didn't think that was illegal to obstruct justice, Congressman? The president asked me to do anything illegal. Obviously, you've never been a judge and won't be one. Yep. All these people I asked you, they gave you dictation. He dictated to you a, a message to give sessions. Had you ever been a secretary for the president before and taken dictation or shorthand? Many times. Oh, we got your qualifications now. You were a secretary. <laughs> uh, could it, could, but he asked you outside of White House channels, and that's what Mueller wrote, that this was outside of White House channels. Could it have been he asked you to get the message to sessions? Because he thought you would do whatever he asked, even if it was illegal or immoral. Just like your former boss, Bob Ney, who said you were an implementer. News reports called you the president's, quote, enforcer. USA Today said Lewandowski's background is largely as a Trump guy, not so much as a strategist, not a campaign manager, but as a right-hand man, a body man, and an enforcer. And Esquire went Mm -hmm. further and said the one-time campaign manager for Donald Trump has the traits of an enforcer and the conflict resolution skills to match. And you've even described yourself in your book, Let Trump Be Trump. You said, we were fine with whatever role the president wanted us to play. In Donald Trump's army, there were only loyal soldiers. There were no more loyal soldiers. Your previous boss, Bob Ney, was convicted of corruption and lying to authorities in the Jack Abraham scandal. You were fired from Americans for Prosperity after being accused of fraud, voter fraud. You are now involved in this. Either you were willing to break the law for politics and Mr. Trump, or you're some kind of a Forrest Gump relating to corruption. 
So maybe let me ask you this. Did the president pick you as enforcer? He thought you would play whatever role he wanted because it was illegal? Is that possibly why he chose you to take this message to Sessions? That'd be a question for the president, Congressman. Well, Donald Trump was right, though. Uh, First, the White House counsel, Don McGahn, refused to fire the special counsel. Mr. McGahn showed principle and character and refused to do what he knew would be an illegal act. Then Attorney General Sessions, who had recused himself, was asked to unrecuse himself. But Attorney General Sessions also did the right thing. And he said, I'm not going to unrecuse myself because I'd have a conflict, because I did was involved in the campaign and knew some things, can't do it. Then the White House account, counsel advised the president not even to contact Sessions. But you, his loyal soldier, would do it. You were different than Sessions and McGahn. Trump could depend on you. You did not ask any questions. You were a loyal soldier. You just wrote down the message and agreed to deliver it. That's what he thought. You took the dictation. You gave it to Hope Hicks. You asked her to type it up for you, not that you couldn't have done it yourself, I'm sure, and then asked somebody else to deliver the message to Sessions when you decided not to. Donald Trump talked to you outside normal channels so there'd be no record of of anything that he asked you to do to obstruct justice. Nothing to do with that at all. The president knew what he was doing was wrong. Mr. Sessions knew what he was doing was wrong. Mr. McGahn knew what he was doing was wrong. You seemed to be the only person that didn't think it was wrong. But Mr. Trump was wrong. Because at the last minute, you got cold feet. You chickened out. The president's trust was misplaced. You decided not to do what you told the president you were going to do, and you handed it off to somebody else. Did you realize at some point that Mr. Ney, your former boss, got involved in criminal problems and went to prison, and maybe you were going to be the next one? Did that cross your mind? Did you ever think about Bob Ney's situation and going to prison? Uh, Congressman Ney, Congressman, so we're clear, went to jail many years after I left his, his employment. I'm sure you're going to clarify that for the record. Fuck and you, you were his employee, and you had great respect for him, but you learned from that. I'm asking, did you learn mm. from his experience and realize that what you were asked to do was illegal, and you didn't want to follow the same trail as Bob Ney and end up in prison? I wasn't asked to do anything illegal, Congressman. Well, the public will determine that. This has been more obstruction of Congress by this administration, and you followed their instructions, and you're doing just exactly what they thought you'd do. You are a loyal soldier, except you didn't follow Trump's instructions. You chickened out at the last minute. You got cold feet. I yield back the balance of my time. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> chicken, chicken. He had his bucket of chicken. He had his bucket of KFC chicken <laughs> with him today too. Um, so Cohen likes his chicken references. It's fun, you know. He should he should do this to him. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, Kat says Representative Cohen is at least being a strong dem here, and yeah, I I, I agree. I uh, I like that. I, I also like the you know, you know, he, he's like, oh, look at all this corruption you're surrounded by, you know, and, and he said this. Either you were willing to break the law for politics and Mr. Trump, or you're some kind of a Forrest Gump relating to corruption. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give him an amen for that. Amen. So. Ah, man. Forrest Gump related to corruption. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, Forrest Gump just showed up, you know, in all those famous places. Corey Lewandowski just shows up when somebody's uh, doing something shady and illegal. Life Fucking is hell. like a box of... Life is like sharks. a box of rush, Russians. Or fried chicken. Or a box of sharks. Or, uh, yeah, it could be the... Grown delivered fried chicken slot. 
Let's have a shot. Uh, yeah, so so I like that from Cohen. Um, and uh, let let me try and play this a little bit. This is only two minutes long. Um, this is the one. Um, Representative is it Jayapal? Jayapal. Jayapal. Okay. Uh, let me let me see if I can get this on my phone here. Um, Rain sent this to me. My my phone's been acting up, but I'll see if uh, I'm getting the spinning wheel of doom on this. Oh. Uh, no, it's okay. I sent it to it, our it, production it, chat. I know, I know, and I'm I'm loading it up on Twitter on my phone because I uh, if I open the browser, I, I run the risk of. Uh, slowing shit down maybe i should just go to aaron rupar's uh twitter with the twitter app maybe that'll work a little bit better um uh, do you want to give us a little bit of setup for the audio before i play it rain oh uh, well oh my goodness i'm so bad at setting things up um she basically put him in a corner you know where he was sort of answering her questions and she kind of nailed him in a lie much the same way and i know <clears throat> We don't have, and I'm not saying this because of you, Ken, or you, Joe, but I know we didn't, it was too late to get any audio from um, the lawyer, the criminal lawyer for the Dems, who was questioning uh -huh. him. She caught him in a lie. Because, you know, he's been saying, well, she, okay. she caught him in a lie. That's all I got. All right, well, here we go. I'm not good at setting things up, Here, here we go. I got the, the Jayapal uh Clip here. You were dictated those notes by the president, correct? I believe that's in the report. And you told the special counsel the president's dictated a message to you, and you said, write this down. This is volume 291, page 91. And you gave those notes to the special counsel, correct? I can't speak to the way the special counsel has conducted their investigation or what information they have. Did you give the have. notes to the special counsel? This is not about how the special counsel conducted its investigation. Well, that's a it's about whether you gave the notes to the special counsel. That's a question for uh, special counsel Mueller. Uh, those were huh. your notes, Mr. Lewandowski. They were in your safe. They were dictated to you and written down by you. Did you give them to the special counsel? I comply with all legal and lawful so requests of the special counsel. obviously you are once again obstructing our investigation by refusing to answer questions that... I've just answered your question. I said I comply with all requests by the special counsel. So you gave the notes to the special counsel? I've asked and answered your question. Did you make up that the president told you to write down that note, Mr. Lewandowski? I can't speak to private conversation I might not have had with the president of the United States. Did you lie about the president telling you to write down the note? I it's believe not a the, private conversation. I believe what is in the report is an accurate description. Okay, so to be clear, you also gave mm. the special counsel notes from your meeting with the president that are not fabricated and totally untrue as per the president's tweet. So when the president said all those notes never existed until needed, that was his quote, that's just another instance of the president trying to discredit anyone who actually tried to document his misconduct. Now the president is going further, isn't he? You've said previously that you have nothing to hide and that you would answer all questions. Here's what you said. Can I play that clip? I never asked for presidential immunity whatsoever. Chris, I sat there for 12 hours, and before I left, after the last four hours, I said, I will sit here for another four hours to answer every single one of your questions to the House Intelligence Committee. I said, before we leave today, I want to be very clear. I will sit and answer every one of your questions. There's no reason to subpoena me because I'm willing to volunteer if they want to ask me questions. I'll be happy to answer their questions because I have nothing to hide. 
It's interesting, Mr. Lewandowski, because obviously the president does have something to hide because the White House is directing you not to answer the questions in front of the Judiciary Committee. And that is a tremendously shameful thing, Mr. Lewandowski. The mm. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk yeah. away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Hot ma'am. Wow. And that wasn't that wasn't the only time that he said if it's in the Mueller report, then it's true. He said that a number of times today. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and it, that's crazy. You know, so I, I sort of feel like there was a good point where he was trying to not not lie under oath. And that's when he said, you know, the, the phrase of um, I'm going to respect the White House, the White House's respect or the White House's request to executive yada 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 mm -hmm. but he he's lying and i think that he's going to i think he's going to be in big trouble for lying under oath i do i have a feeling joe disagrees with me <laughs> i don't think he disagrees I, with that point i i i think that corin lewandowski actually dug himself a much much bigger hole because the one thing I didn't get a chance to look into is, you know, we heard how he talked to Mueller and he talked to um, the Senate Intel Committee and also another House committee in, in the previous, you know, last year. <clears throat> what I don't remember, and I could be wrong, I don't think that they were in open hearings. Uh-huh. I don't remember seeing Corey Lewandowski testifying in open hearings before. Today was open hearings. You know, I got an idea. Um, we haven't done this in a while. Let's try and gauge some interest uh, right now. Um, why don't we potentially do open phones for the remainder of uh, hour two? Of course, we'll still do name calling and all that stuff, too. Um, but Because I don't have a ton of audio, and I'd kind of like to get people's take on... If they watch this stuff or what uh, their take on what we've already played or any, you know, if you if you just feel like you need to get something off your chest. Because, you know, I mean, yeah, we, there was a little tension in the chat room earlier. I want to be, you know, give people a little bit of a platform to vent uh, if you want I to be heard. I apologize for that. That tension no, no, no. was me. No, no, no. It was no, no, me. No, 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 no. No, I'm not asking for anybody to apologize. I'm just saying that why not utilize our platform for the greater good? And if somebody wants to vent, they can vent. And there's no judgments. You, you have every right to feel the way you feel. Uh, we all feel differently here. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, we're, we're still on the same team and everything. We're not going to, you know, denigrate one another. But, you know, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. If you guys want to call in, let me know. Uh, in the chat room, uh, if if I can count on a few phone calls, and we'll try and do open phones for the entire next hour. Sound good, Joe? Sounds good to me. All right, Rain, you like that? Um, yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. So I hate good. disagreeing with my uncle Joe. No, uh, no, no, no. It, it, first of all, it's just different perspectives. I don't like con I don't like conflict. You're like my wife. My wife, she hates conflict. But <laughs> let me let me let me put it this way. We're going to disagree on things. That's okay. That's why we're here. But we're, we are all on the same side. The impossible yeah. <laughs> not, we're not all dreaming no, the impossible not, not dream right now. No, Ken. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh. Not on that. I, I, no. 
<laughs> but but we're all on the same side. I, I, we and, all love Man and, of La Mancha. And giving giving, well. giving an opinion is is not and it, there's no animosity whatsoever. I love you just the same, Ray. Oh, I love you too. No, all okay. right. I'm just I'm just really uh, yeah. Well, I'm let's go to break. And, let's go to break. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Go, go go walk it off. Walk it off. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> go go angrily pace, uh, and we'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the The Night with Kenny Pig. Indie Media Weekly Radio. It smells like cookies. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, my friend. IndieMediaWeekly.com And now, on with the show. Either you were willing to break the law for politics and Mr. Trump, or you're some kind of a Forrest Gump relating to corruption. Stupid as stupid does me. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Radio for Humans. And it's September 17th, 2019. And joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. Can I just say rest in peace, Corky Roberts? Koki, yeah, Koki Roberts. Yes. Oh, yeah. Koki? Yeah, Koki. Now I'm a and, terrible human being. And Rick Ocasek, too. And Eddie Money. Oh, yes. And Rick Ocasek. Yeah. Both of so. them. Eddie Money. Oh, I love both of them. I, I love feel, all of them. I feel pretty lucky that I got to hear the Cars do that rehearsal uh, last year. So. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about yes, that. I forgot so. about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And we lost Benjamin Orr or many, many years ago. Um, but, uh, yeah. 2000, 2000, right? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. It was a long time ago. Uh, and, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Electric City, welcome back. Yeah. That's two of my favorites. Colky Roberts and Rick Ocasek. Yeah, not so much Eddie Money. Yeah, too much. I like huh? Eddie Money. Eddie Money? Yeah, I liked Eddie Money. He's, yeah, he's, he's good. good. He was a cop, you know. Yeah, he was. Yes. yes. Yeah. Just like Ronnie said. Um, so. Just like Ronnie said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw Eddie Money in concert. He was a good show. I, I'm yeah, sure it he was. was. Hmm? <clears throat> he, he would what? So. Joe? 
Right. Well, no, I, said, I think oh. he would be a good show. Oh, yeah, Su- he was. I saw him. I think it was in Vermont at Killington. Susan just saw Adam Ant on Saturday. Oh, please don't let uh, Adam Ant die. They played the full uh, "Friend or Foe" album and a lot more. So. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. So, anyway, he she doesn't re- drink or smoke, does he? Uh, I don't know. I think it depends on what shoes he's wearing. <laughs> um, that's a good. So. That's good, Joe. Don't drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Uh, Well, I I actually do drink and smoke, so I am not at that. There you go. Uh, Well, I think he was singing that song about somebody else. What do you do? do, Mm. do, Goody two-shoes. Yeah. Goody, good, good good two-shoes. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to open the phone lines up early. I haven't gotten much of a response, um, but uh, 330-536-1466 is the number to call. Again, three 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 zero five three six one four six six. So feel I free think to Rain call. And I scared everybody off. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. Scare everybody off. No, no, that's fine. No. I'm here to keep everybody calm. So you are. You are. You're like <laughs> Uncle Joe's blood. I just, uh, honest to God, I'm so. Mm. I, I'm kind of, I, I don't know. I'm just like, part of me is a little dead, I think. <laughs> um, and I'm just, you know, I, and I should, it shouldn't be that way. But, you know, it's like, you know, I, I guess in in a, in a way, I'm kind of letting things become the new normal, you know? And I, I it should Yeah, and that's, be. that's, that's exactly what I fear, you know, that, that, that it's, it's all becoming so like, well, okay. So yeah. they don't want to talk to us. Okay. Oh, speaking of righteous. You know, it's, 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 see, now I have I have something to say about that, Joe. Well, hang on one second, because speaking of righteous anger, Adam Hebert's on the line. Uh oh. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Hi, Joe. Hi, Kenny. Howdy. I'm glad. I'm glad. To, I'm glad to enjoy yourself at the concert. She did. So, uh, well, first I want to say, speaking of righteous anger. You know, I, I get it that they, that they kind of laid traps for Wadowski, and believe me, I'm a big proponent of traps for people who don't have an Admiral Akbar set. Yeah, yeah. Are you on, do, are we on speakerphone? Uh, on a speaker, but hold on. Sorry, I've been having my hands full all day, and oh. my phone was still on speaker. Better. Hold on a second. There we go, there we go. Sorry about that. Same. I just had my phone on the speaker most day because I've been cleaning my apartment. I might come visit. So. Uh oh. Well, she's coming to visit. She's coming to visit eventually, but she might look visit busy this weekend. Yeah. Mom's oh, coming. Yeah. Look right. busy. So, Go ahead. <laughs> yes. So, like I said, I, I appreciate them them basically, you know, putting those rakes out at strategic positions and just waiting for him to step on them. At the same time, when he started stonewalling Chairman Nadler, Nadler is a Nadler Nadler. I'm sorry. But Nadler. once it started being not Nadler, uh, I think that that was it. Call the sergeant in arms, take him into custody, him in jail downstairs, give him a loaf of bread and a glass and a glass of water, and wait until he cracks, because he will crack. Yeah. You know, cool. I I mean, he w- that was in that was contempt. He was being contemptuous of Congress, and I, I mean, I get it. I don't have the temperament. I would never make it in, in elected office. 
<laughs> no, because you'd come flying over. You'd come flying over the the desk and <laughs> throttle like me. Poking. Yeah, but Jerry Nadler has the patience of a saint to put up with that because what, it was pretty clear what he was doing. He was trying to basically waste Jerry Nadler's time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like I said, how much how much more bullshit are we going to put up with before we just saying that's it? We're done playing your game. Go to jail, do not pass go, do not collect $200, and call us when you're ready to talk. Yeah, get some duct tape and some hand grenades and tape them onto the end of those rakes. I think somebody needs to be made an example of. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm fond of saying that when you have your enemy by the balls, you don't let them go, you squeeze. Mm, Squeezing balls. I'm not... eh. I've squeezed some men's balls. Doesn't really give me good results, but. <laughs> but uh, my, my, oh, I'm just saying. My, my, less good, my, less my good po- for the guy, let me is, tell you. <laughs> my point is. I, I understand at what point. At, at, at what point do you say enough is enough? We're going to inherit contempt powers. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know what phrase you know, I like better I, is when you have your enemy by the balls, call corn pop with a straight razor. Oh, or or now Jody, Jody or call Joni Ernst. So far, I have corn pop. So far, I have corn pop. Joe Biden holding a chain. So we're we're oh getting there. My God. <laughs> well, actually, he's swinging a chain in my my my, my picture. Well, I mean, you could call. No, you, but you could I, also, I do agree with Adam. I think at a yeah. certain point, and I would like to see that point sooner rather than later, mm. to make somebody an example. I grew up castrating yeah, hogs on an Iowa farm. Rules. Sorry. Sorry. What? I, I I just the thought of Joni Ernst. I grew up castrating hogs on an Iowa farm. See, and you know, yeah, not a lot of hogs. Not a lot of hogs are like, let's go to Jer- Joni Ernst's place. True, true. Uh, no, I, I just want to see. I want to see that arrogant smirk on Lewandowski's face melt like an ice cream cone in the middle of summer as the House Sergeant Arms walks up to slap the cuffs up. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's my Christmas list for this year. Uh, but before I let you guys go so we can let other people on the phone, I, I, I'm kind of concerned. I, I, I have a concern. Well, first of all, that cat I was ta- talking about on the show the other night. Oh, the, the kitty. my the, perimeter this morning. The, the little gray kitty cat? Yes, she got in this morning. How, did she? Oh, how, how, long, how long did, uh, did you have to chase her around? Oh, she, that's the funny thing is she comes in, you know, I was getting ready to head out to go grocery shopping. So I opened the door. She just comes right in, goes and curls up in a corner. Like she lives here. She must be somebody's, she must be somebody's cat because she, uh, if she doesn't belong to somebody, she doesn't know the habit of walking through a door and laying down on a floor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I, her owner can't be me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to have pets. So. You know. you know, but also I was talking to my nephew earlier. That's why I've been, you know, not paying attention to most of the show. And I'm kind of worried because he seems to think I've died. Oh, no. Mm. Well, he was asking me if I was dead yet. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> He's morbid. <laughs> morbid little guy. I'm, I'm, uh, like, 
I'm worried he might be predicting my death. I don't know. Well, I'm predicting the end of your phone call because we've got another call on the line. So, uh, right. Well, tell whoever it is I said hello. All right. Live it's, long and prosper, hello, sir. Adam. So, it's Kat. Hi, Kat. Oh. All, right, All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. All right. Bye. There he goes. There he goes. Hi, Kat. How's it going, Kat? Hi, Kat. Oh, this, this is... This is the same playbook that the Democrats have run with since 2009, which is, if only we were nice enough and played the way that the Republicans want us to play, then they'll give us what we want. Yeah. I, I am getting so sick of it. There's no dealing with the, these people. There has been no dealing with them since 1994 in the contract on America. We need to get over the idea that bipartisanship is going to work, and we just need to take it to them. Are you sure we shouldn't just give them one more chance, Kat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll give him That'll a chance. That'll be chance number what, one hundred fifty-eight. Uh, uh, oh, Can that I ask that you low. Question? Oh, we should give him at least another one hundred fifty-eight <laughs> more chances then. Uh, can I ask you a question? And I, I want to ask everybody this: Do you think this was a bipartisan hearing? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it no, depends I'm, on. It, no, it depends on who was involved in the questioning. You had some Democrats who were trying very hard to seem like they were playing fair and seem like they weren't trying to elicit given answers that we all really know what the answers are anyway. You know, people who were trying to seem fair. And I think that was Nadler's problem, was he was trying to seem like he was being fair and not prejudging Lewandowski. You had some Democrats who knew they were going to get nothing but bullshit out of him, like Sheila Jackson Lee and like uh, Steve Cohen. So they just went at him. And wow. you had the Republicans. Who, who the Republicans believe anything that's critical of Trump in any of the committees. Look at frickin' Jim Jordan when it comes to the Government Oversight Committee. Oh, uh, anything yeah. that, that's opposing their well, leader is obviously just a witch hunt and fake news. And So we're just going to sit here well, and stomp our feet yeah. and complain about it the entire five minutes. To be well, fair... We can agree this was not a we can agree this was really not partisan at all today, right? I I, I don't know if I'm making my question clear, but it, I feel like most of the Dems came at it from, like... A logical I don't angle? I how to put this. I don't know how to put this. I mean... A fact-based, logical... They, uh, weren't, they uh, weren't trying to play nice with Republicans. No. But... You know, and then you had people like Matt Gates uh, said James Comey should be sitting in that chair. Right, right. What? Right, and and I don't know, I don't know what Democrats were supposed to do with that. Both Ken and Kat, mm -hmm. when he said that, because you know there are still rules. I 
I'm throwing up my hand here because there's there's nothing they could have done with regards to gates because the rules of decorum of the house and the the way that the committees operate he's allowed his five minutes to do whatever the heck he wants right just like i said jim jordan does the same thing in the government oversight committee they're gonna do it you gotta let them do it because that's the way it operates on the other hand when Corey Lewandowski is sitting there refusing to answer questions, his butt should be in the jail in the basement of the Capitol, and that should be the end of the story. And right now, that jail should be loaded with Republican uh, <laughs> operatives because you have people like Hope Hicks and... Um, just so many others. All the people who don't want to show up, who yeah. just don't show right. up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you should be hauling people like Don Jr. and um, <coughs> Ivanka and Jared. Supposedly, well, uh, Don Jr. specifically, because he was the one who was behind setting up the Trump Tower meeting with um, Veselnitskaya. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, so he should definitely be hauled before the committee, and it shouldn't be behind closed doors. And no. if he's not going to show up, his butt needs to go in a cell, too. Yeah. Now, you know, here's the thing. I agree completely with what Kat just said, and, and this is where I think people are going to disagree with me. <clears throat> um, we've read all of this stuff. We know all of this stuff because we all read and I don't, I don't think that um, members of Congress, I, I believe the members of Congress read too, but they also have to do their own investigation. Corey Lewandowski and, doesn't read. Right. N- no, clearly he doesn't read. He basically said that today. Mm. Um, and this is why I think investigations are so important. Like, you can't bring somebody in. I feel like, yes, we should bring Don Jr. in, but... They need to do their invest. I don't know how to put this. But, but bringing somebody like Don Jr. in is a part of the investigation. Because the way the investigation works in Congress is these people come before Congress and they testify. Congress is not a body with its where they go out into the field and search for the evidence and the clues. They call people in to present evidence and to provide testimony. Okay. I Okay. Well, I, I want to just say one quick thing about Jim Jordan. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I understand why he gets so cranky and, and combative in these things, because any time away from wrestling shirtless boys is just, you know, time wasted. Uh. Old gymnasium. Yeah, well, you know, Jim Jordan should be testifying in front of a jury of his peers for what yes. he's done. Yeah. I agree. Or, or rather, what he didn't do. Yeah. I decided that I'm, I'm going to have my own barking dogs in the background whenever I hear somebody else's you dogs say, You say your barking dogs <laughs> as opposed to mine? God damn it. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> But anyway, well, Kat, uh, 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 what what else you got before we let you go? We gotta uh, start thinking about going to a break here. Yeah, um, 
Oh, we one got another call coming in. Because, one last thing, because I don't want this to get lost in today's But there's a story that's come out this yeah. evening as the president's going to California for some fundraising. Uh, hold on, hold on one second, Kat. Hey, tr- hey, Paul. Paul, can you mute? Paul, can you mute yep. your? Okay, thanks. All right, back it up a little, Cat. What were you saying? So, so, so as Doll Hands is going to California for some fundraisers, yeah. he's got his EPA administrator saying that they're going to take away California's right to yeah. control the emissions from automobiles. I I don't see how that's constitutional at all. Surely, all Trump's libertarian you know, supporters will. Will will throw a fit. But but do you think that Trump cares about the Constitution? Has he done anything to lead you to believe that? Hmm. I don't think so. But we still have the Tenth Amendment. We still have the Constitution. I think he believes and in the Constitution. You're counting on Booth to defend the Tenth Amendment. I'm counting on the rest of this Supreme Court. I think I think Trump <laughs> Trump believes. You, know, you guys can all laugh at me all Well, I'm not, I, I'm not. God damn it! I need to believe in something. Yeah. The Supreme Court is another wing of the Republican Party. Well, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, Cat, uh, no, I appreciate you bringing that up, but yeah, surely Trump's libertarian supporters will Thanks, will Kat. step up to. Uh, surely Trump's libertarian supporters will step up to uh, to to say how much they disagree with that, right? No. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I expect Rand Paul to be leading that charge. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, so on the thirty fifth of never. Oh, rib cage, uh, rib cage, Paul. Uh, so uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, all right, Cat. Well, thanks for calling. Uh, yep. We're gonna get to uh, Trojan Rabbit here. You can say hi to him on the way out if you want. Good evening, Paul. All right. Well, he must be muted. All right. Anyway. You guys take care. All right. Okay. Have a good one, Kat. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So, all right. Uh, okay. Paul, uh, I'll give you a few minutes before we go to break. Yeah. I just want to apologize for... No. Don't. You don't no apologies. Off no. 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 It's... We, we, we did that. We got over it. It's fine. You don't have to apologize again. Please. I, no. I may need to step away from this stuff because it's affecting my health. It's no, well, you know, it, is, I my, understand. My, my chest is tight all the time. My, you know, mm. I'm just getting to the point where I can't take this crap anymore. You know, no, I understand. And I try to pull away from it, and it's just not happening. Yeah, Paul, don't apologize. I want to yeah. say something to you. Thank you for not taking offense to me calling you out. No, because I I did something I shouldn't have. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do you understand I some, what I'm saying? Sometimes. Do you understand, I, I understand what I'm saying? Because that's friendship. Friendship is when you're able to say, "I don't like what you said." Yeah, I understand it perfectly. And so, and I, don't I should apologize. Have, I should have kept you all in mind when I said that. And yeah, you know, well, it is what it is. It's friendship. No, yep. You see, I've I've been taking up a, my my hobby again, and you can <gasps> see I posted my I latest repair job. Yeah, and it's running and it's buttoned up and it hasn't blown up. And so, so you, you, I, you I put feel in really the, good because that's working. So you said you uh, the Zenith is all buttoned up and now playing Turn Up the Night through your an, an FM modulator. 
Yeah, I plug it. Oh, it goes into wow. the USB port, and if you play that uh, YouTube video, you will you will hear it playing. It comes in on ninety point five FM. Hey, all right, you're and, listening uh, to Turn Up the Night on ninety point five FM. <laughs> That's the ninety point fiver. Wait a second. I uh, uh, let me get so some DJ. I'll get, the... some, get some DJ effects on it too. Ninety point five, the big one. <laughs> I don't know. Because that's one of the good things that happened with losing the music license. That I've gone back to doing things that I used to be doing and take great pleasure from. You know, and uh, that's one of the things that takes something. This is from nineteen fifty. Nice. And it's now at a point where I can turn it on and play it, and it it sounds pretty damn good. Ninety point five. Yeah. <laughs> so. So now I have to think of what next to what next I decide I want to work on. But uh, uh, I gotta say, WTAM out of WTAM out of Cleveland is the big one. So I, I that's the only thing I could think yeah. of. Yeah. So. I got well, we could invite you back down here to fix ours. <laughs> hey, know, speaking of which, know. I'll bring my old uh, vintage TV down there. You can go to Tube TVs. There it is. <laughs> I have I have seven radios slash tape recorders on the in in the queue, and I have to decide what's next. The uh, the missus decided she wanted to buy a Revere tape recorder that that has an AM radio, so you could record AM radio. And a seven-inch reel of tape would last you about an hour. So uh, Bob is finding um, reels of tape now. They're not very easy to come by. So, uh, Well, you heard and, uh, it here, I folks, on uh, 90.5 FM. I don't know if you can even <laughs> understand that. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, maybe more reverb. But, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm trying. Uh, what ninety point five FM? There you go. No, I was I was thinking that maybe next time, if, if you bring the karaoke machine down next year. <gasps> oh, I um, will. <gasps> that means you're coming back have, too. Yeah, Yay. we're planning oh, I, on. I I wouldn't think. Huh? And uh, maybe we can do something with the uh, effects microphone or something. Oh yeah, I can. Oh, really, so I, uh, I can bring this down. The VT3, the Roland VT3. <laughs> so, although actually, the thing the thing is, it'd be nice if you had a list of the things that you, the music that you had, so we could I've been something. Th I've been thinking about working on a database for it, you know, so you like the karaoke guys do, but you know, I got off to buy a printer. Ah, so, or just have it on a tablet or something. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, and you heard it here first on 90. Oh, oh my God, that was terrible. What the hell? Oh. It's a little too that much reverb. That was, that was, that was <laughs> bad. That was, that was killer diller. Yeah. 90.5. No, wait. 90. Oh. WTUTN. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Uh, I don't know. That that was the lead. That one sounds fucked up. Uh, so anyway, fuck that. All right, we got to go to the break. Uh, but thanks for calling in, Paul. Yeah. No need to be sorry at all. Uh, you know, I say shit all the time on the show, and I'm like, 
Hmm. Maybe you know, and and you know, it that that goes onto a recording and stuff. So, <laughs> so I, I thought I thought I was on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um. You know. I, <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, or, or like when uh. You know, people who don't know how to use the internet, they like go to the wrong place and they search for, you know, um, they type hot porn and then they post it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I, I see Bobber. Bobber just uh, <laughs> invited me to work on, <laughs> on the old radio too. Oh, there you go. No, there's, there's like, you there's know like, the radio. Yeah, but no, there's, there's posts. There, there are posts out there. Uh, there, there's like Reddit things, you know, where where people compile like, oh my god, look what this, you know, person who doesn't know how to use the internet did, and they like, a mean to go to Google and search for something. And they just type it in Facebook and like post it, <laughs> like you know, oatmeal cookie recipe post, <laughs> you know, hot porn post. pork chop sandwiches, pork chop sandwiches. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, pork chop. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it for you here before we go. Pork chop sandwiches. There we go. All right. Only on ninety point five FM. WTM. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, Paul, have a great night. Uh, good talking to you. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, same here. Love you all. Have Love you back. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. So, all right. Uh, we're going to go to the break. Um, when we come back, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of an update on Brad Friedman. Uh, there is no green news report tonight. Um, He's okay, but he's just having uh, some uh, family issues, and he did address it on his uh, his on the Brad blog. So I will kind of paraphrase what's going on, but uh, yeah. So everybody, hang tight. We'll be back with more of this here show. Turn up the night right after this message from I don't know a music. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Either you were willing to break the law for politics and Mr. Trump, or you're some kind of a Forrest Gump relating to corruption. Stupid is, stupid does. Yeah, there you go. Welcome back. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I should say, uh, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick on 102.5. No, it was 90.5. 90.5. The hot stuff. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Almost feverish. All running a slight fever. Yeah. <laughs> Not syphilitic, though. The good kind of sexy fever. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, uh, Mr. Joe said, no, no rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, the beltway beer, the bubble, the swamp. Welcome. Hello. Hello, everybody. And our guy Tuesday, Joe Santoris, Grand Pennsylvania, the electric city. Um, you want, um, you want to do name calling and then I'll try and do some kind of catchphrase for everybody with my, uh, with my sound box. But you can't call them corn pop. Ah oh, man, okay. <laughs> uh, I'll call, call them. Popcorn? I could call them well, some. I'll call them another kind of vegetable pop. Okay. Or or uh, or maybe maybe a vegetable and a sound effect like you know, got it. So okay, <laughs> an on vegetable in an onomatopoeia. So <laughs> I think I got it. Uh, all right, and uh, maybe we should do that. Stop it. Uh, no, no, we're going ahead with it, Anne. You calm down. Uh, so, all right, here we go. Go up to Scranton with me. A place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Okay, I got my voice ready for this. Welcome and. to the vegetable garden. <laughs> and today's vegetables 
on the menu are Adam Heber. Carrot bang. And our vegetable special today is Bobber DC. Avocado smash. <laughs> and our special side dish today is a vegetable called Heather. Potato punt. Yes. <laughs> and our vegetable jubilee includes Jake Holly. Broccoli chop. I stole that from and Wayne. Our sweet ve- oh, okay. And our sweet vegetable is cat. Green bean apocalypse. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I, I really just upped it. I, I upped it there with Papa. Wow. Green. Wow. Okay. And our in season special is Ken Sr. Brussels Sprout Slam. Hi, Dad. <laughs> oh, jeez. And our Southern Sprout special, Michelle in South Florida. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to remember other vegetables here. Uh, how about it? cauliflower madness? Okay. And accompanying our cauliflower madness is Miles in South Florida. <laughs> Onion obliteration. <laughs> okay. You didn't use blooming onion yet, so okay. Oh. And, um, and uh, our next vegetable surprise is Moonmare. Oh, well, Moonmare is, uh, that'd be uh, Rutabaga of Doom. <laughs> okay. And of course, and of course, as a meal, you can have our vegetable platter present. Uh, <laughs> beets of despair. <laughs> <laughs> I have to include rain in this, and our special vegetable of the night is rain from Foreign Feeders Blog. Aspersions of asparagus. (laughs) (laughs) You had to go there. Yeah, I did. And finally, and finally, a pod that has no pee, but has a podcast. Vegetable of the night, Tim (laughs) Coromal. That would be the uh, <laughs> God. I, I'm I'm running out of vegetables. Why? There's so many vegetables. Kale. Oh, <laughs> killer kale. Tiny Tim of kale. Killer kale. <laughs> oh, we we saw Trojan rabbit too, right? Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah well, my scroller didn't go down. Oh, yes, and oh. along with our Welch rarebit. <laughs> We have Trojan Rabbit and a side of Lettuce of Lament. <laughs> Jeez. I think that's as far as we can go with this menu. All I think so. All of those vegetables are wilted. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. And by the way, uh, I just learned this. I, Adam, <laughs> Adam just told me the other day they're now making a uh, killer rabbit plushie from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So, Paul... No. Call on your name. No. Yeah, it's got blood and fangs and everything. It's great. 
Oh, I got to get one of those. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks, Joe. <laughs> Tim says he says, "All hail the kale." All so, hail the kale. Yeah. <laughs> a kale is all I could. Th- I was trying to help you out. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just I thought it was a good idea, but then I I, I quickly moved away from onomatopoeias and just went for you know, uh, uh-huh. disaster kind of things. Well, you could run out of onomatopoeias. Yeah, and if you and and onomatopoeias are are good blanched. Oh yeah, what yeah. Are it, they onomatopoeias? It's are a they? it's a, an onomatopoeia is a a, a a word that sounds like the sound it makes like pop or bang or slam or you know so it's a descriptive it's it's a word that it's it's meant to emulate the word actually emulates a sound like meow meow is an onomatopoeia oh yeah so i can use that in in I believe like bark would, lives. bark would be an auto, I, I think bark would be an onomatopoeia. I believe. So I um, thought that literally was um, a medical condition. Uh, <laughs> it could be. If you got automata, <laughs> uh, if you got automata on your peas, call a doctor. Huh. Uh, or on your penis. Hey, you, 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 you could have. It's like Peronis. Kenny, you could have you automatas on your Kenny, penis. you just said penis and you beat yourself again. I did. Don't say penis in this Oh, house. my God, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Well, um, but yeah, Joe, there's been a new wave of uh, Peronis ads that I've been seeing over on Mediaite. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's I like, know. if you've got a bend with a bump. Do you have a bend with a bump? Well, if you do, we have the bump for you. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so what, what, what do you, what hmm? are the new? Uh, I haven't seen the new ones, so I what, the just, new ones that are bending the wrong way. There's <laughs> just it shows a guy. It, it just it, no, the new ad is just like a guy, like you know, with his hand on his chin, kind of with a raised eyebrow, looking at the camera, oh. and then there's like a oh. cucumber. Okay. There's a cucumber that's got a weird bend in it. Are you kidding me? No, I should have screen capped it. But it's out there. I'm oh sure if you God. look for for Peroni ad, you'd find it. Uh, how do you spell nope. Peroni? No, nope, because I like to pickle cucumbers. Peroni's ad. Good God. Ad. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a there's a Zyaflex TV commercial, and it shows a guy holding the, with a worried look on his face, and it shows him holding the cuke. Oh my god. <laughs> mm, this isn't good. So <laughs> Yeah, uh that's that's not good. I got a screen. That's not gonna here. help anybody. No. Um no. so <laughs> it's only stigmatizing uh uh the poor guy. I mean He held the cucumber. He stigmatized himself. I don't know. I'll put the I'll put the um fortune oh I didn't use cucumber. I did not use cucumber. Oh my god! <laughs> Coming up around the band. Um, there you go. Oh, Kenny, hmm. really? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that song's just been stuck on my head for the last five seconds. No, I just <laughs> looked at that picture. That oh. is wrong. I, I didn't do it. 
What what picture are we looking at? It's in the chat room. So I just put it in the chat. chat room. Oh yeah, that's from the commercial. Is yeah. it really? Yes, that is from the commercial. I've seen that commercial. The but I've seen other yes. iterations of that. Oh my where, god! Where it's a guy like looking yes. at the camera, and then it just has the cuke hovering there in front of him. Um, that's sort of a manifestation of what your, you know, your typical Peroni is looking like. Sure. Oh. Anyway, oh. Um, do we have any birthdays? Uh, <laughs> You're just trying trying to get away from the Peronis. Sure. Just. <laughs> Gotta be done. That's really used in a goddamn commercial. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that is. That is used in the commercial. I that is the cut. guy from the commercial. I'm not lying to you. I will cut that up and I will pickle it. That's what he's afraid of. That's why he's <laughs> holding it up. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness. My goodness. I'm not kidding. My oh. my oh pickles my are goodness. delicious. Aspersions on my delicious. asparagus. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, we, we got time to take, uh, another call three, three, zero, five, three, six, 1466. If you want to call, uh, we had three right last segment, so if we could squeeze in one, uh, and if you got a birthday, let us know. And if, uh, what were you going to say, Joe? Oh, I, if you're in- interested, I, <laughs> I'm almost done with the Biden versus corn pop. Cereal oh, bugs. good, good. I'm looking forward to it. Cat says Parma Peronis. <laughs> we, we have a company called Parma Pierogies here. <laughs> Parma oh, Peronis. I, I wouldn't good. be surprised if Peronis was was rampant in Parma. Um, you know, especially among the Parma Razzi. Um, oh my god. <laughs> that, that's a funny. The 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 uh, every time like like. Older hard rock or metal bands come around, and you know, uh, you know, I work at a, a music venue, uh, but there's these guys like who all come from Parma to all the different venues to, to try to get records and guitars signed and stuff like that. And then they turn around and sell them, and uh, they're known for uh, they're known by the name in these parts as the the Parmarazzi. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's goodness. pretty funny. My goodness. I saw one guy when we went to the Agora to see the Michael Schenker Fest last year. Um, one guy paid Michael Schenker $100 to sign a guitar. Yeah, so. And Heather's on the line. Hi, Heather. Hi. Hi. I got a complaint about the media. Oh, good. Okay. Don't we all? Every day I get up. And it seems to be when I go online, on my homepage, which is news, there's another headline about Biden. No disrespect to him, but they're shoving him down my, they're shoving him down our throats. Well... I, I'm noticing that. I realize. I, I'm yeah. noticing that there are a lot of I people. Uh, uh, there are a lot of people, uh, especially on Twitter. I'm seeing that there are a lot of fans of like Harris and Warren, and mm-hmm. uh, and Buttigieg and and others that are getting frustrated that every story seems to be about Biden. Right. You oh know. yeah, but they don't mention anybody else. Rarely do they mention 
um, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, um, Warren, or anybody else. It's yeah. just like the same thing. Did they not learn mm-hmm. from 2016? Come on, people. Well, and uh, I will, uh, and there, I will say this. As far as 2016, we didn't have as many candidates, which, you know, we, it, I don't even think that they really did, they didn't exactly shove Hillary down our throats, but it just, they haven't learned. No. I just, I'm, I'm so frustrated. And then I had a friend this afternoon that I had to mute. I posted something about AOC. AOC is not running for president. Mm, you wouldn't know it by listening to Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. They're they're oh Jesus. Jesus. But but continue yeah. with we your won't with, go there. Yeah, continue with your what your uh, encounter. But I had to mute her because she said. I hope one of the whoever the Republicans running against her beat her. And then I went and I looked at her her Twitter feed. She's a Biden freak. Yeah. I just I'm not okay with that. I just I want this to play out. I want it to play out like a natural. Oh yes primary i don't want something shoved down my throat and that's what they're doing and it's pissing me off unfortunately but it just i just cannot it's just so frustrating to see this and they know how many times he's made mistakes and um and i think i've even seen a few people well actually there was an article from Rolling Stone that a black man recommended people read. I didn't what? read it because I was in a hurry. Okay, okay. But he re- recommended, he, well, he recommended people read it. He recommended black people read it because I don't think he likes Biden either. Okay, and I, I hope, hope, you, I hope you can find the link to, say, to that, Heather. Okay. But yeah. it, I don't, I don't know what it was. But I, I'm gonna have to go find it. I, I hope you do because, I, I will be honest with you. I like Joe Biden. I'll be the first here again, the way I did four years ago. He's not my first choice. Exactly. Um, I don't have anything against him, um, but I do feel like. I, I, I honestly do feel like there's a lot of the media that's pushing him. And um, I, I will say this here on this show tonight, and if it pisses people off, so be it. I feel like there's a lot of people in the media that are forgiving him for his gaffes, and I don't like his gaffes. And I like Joe Biden a lot. Oh, yeah. But I also feel like... Um, He's a really good person. He is. And and he he really is. I'm not lying when I say that. He's oh, a I really, he really good person. But I sort of feel like he doesn't 
quite grasp the changes that are happening right now and in the past five, six, seven years in our nation. Yeah, I think I think uh, hope that makes what's sense. going. I think what's going on here is that too many talking heads, too many people you see on television are talking about electability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how. I, I really don't see how any one of these candidates is more electable than the other. Uh, or in another way to put that, I don't see how anybody can predict who's more electable than the other. And mm-hmm. the idea that we should vote for someone we're not enthused about just because someone feels he's quote unquote whatever it means electable is a big mistake. Yeah. Because and, we don't and know Joe, what we're talking I know about. that you love Uncle Joe the way I do. I I love love Uncle Joe. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't my first or second choice. In fact, I didn't think he really should run, but he's in the race and uh so be it. And uh, whoever wins the nomination again, I'm going to vote for. But uh, yes. I'm coming around to Kenny's point of view here. Uh, I, the more I see of these people, and and I, the more I think that, that the person who is most capable no. to take him down is Kamala Harris. But this goes this goes to the point that Kim, that, that I'm sorry, Heather was trying to make. That mm-hmm. she wakes up and she feels like people are pushing Joe on her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't blame her for being upset with that because they did it in 16 with Trump. Yeah, they did it in 16 with Trump. And just I'm with I'm with you, Heather. Good. Well, Heather, I, I, I mean, we yeah. should be able to make our own choices. You know, let's let's not let the Republicans or whoever tell us who to try to elect because I don't think that's working out so good anymore. Yeah. No. no, I think that's a lesson for a lot of a lot of this. That Heather hits hits. A note that's been been my, uh, you know, my a pet peeve of mine is that stop telling, stop allowing Republicans to tell us how we should think, what what we should do, and, exactly. and giving us advice on who we should run. Stop. Exactly. It's not just Republicans; it's <clears throat> also a lot of the media. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you what. We, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. You know, never never let Republicans dictate what you think, and. Um, I think Joe might let the cat out of the bag, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of a big Harris supporter. I'm sorry if people don't like that, but I think that she has the fight that we need um, against Trump. I so, think so. She uh, has the fire in the belly, I think. Yeah, you and know. I have a great clip of her when we come back. But Heather, thank you for calling and sharing your insight. We appreciate it as always, but we got to let you go, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, bye-bye. All right, Thanks, Heather. Take it easy. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm so glad so, she brought that up. That's yeah, something yeah. that we should discuss in it's the future. It's hugely important. Oh, and I, I got to remember, don't let me forget to, to talk about Brad when we come back. Brad Friedman and Desi. Um, but anyway, um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more Turn Up the Night. Well, one more hour uh, or so right after this. <laughs> Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com 
This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. And now, on with the show. Pork chop sandwiches. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and also heard expressly in Trojan Rabbit's house on 90.5, the room temperature hit smash whatever uh yeah uh <laughs> uh welcome back of course to joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city hello hi and uh are you ready I, i'm ready to unveil the uh oh okay okay well i think ready we might have our uh our, our show art for tonight and well see, I don't is, know, but here it is yeah i'm sure i'm sure i'll Seriously. use it for show art so is it in the Cereal chat room? Did you it's put gone. it in the chair? Oh, okay. Oops. Oh, here, 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 here it goes. Eh? Eh? Oh, there it oh, is. There it is. <laughs> oh, there we go. Biden versus Corn Pop. There. <laughs> Thank you for that, Joe. That's very nice. So. Yeah, it took a while, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very nice. So, uh, anyway, thank you for that, Joe. That'll be our show art. Everybody who's uh, listening to the podcast, the, you'll see that as our tile image. Um and of course rain from four freedoms blog washington dc welcome back so i have one question when okay. i buy this cereal yes <laughs> yeah. is my special treat going to be the chains mm. or the shiv well i don't think it would Different. be a surprise uh, if if we told you um, well, well I, and it's not not restricted to the the shiv or the chain you can get a biden or a fist oh yeah or, well. or a corn or a corn pop <laughs> yes you get a corn because let's lovely. face it that's the main thing corn pops yeah. you're always going to get a corn pop so um i can't seem to find the uh actual post but brad freeman did a uh made a post the other day and he, he doesn't do personal stuff that much on and i don't know why i'm not finding the post i thought he had it pinned at the top but it is uh it is i don't know he might have pulled it down so i'll go very very non-specific if he's decided to pull down the post um but uh brad's uh, uh I, I mean it was out there it was out there and he'll probably address it when he returns but he's taking some time off i believe from the broadcast and the green news report as well as desi because you know they're a couple um, and, um, uh, his father, uh, fell ill last week. Um, oh. and so he's spending some time with his mother and his father while he gets better. Um, I won't go into any details there, but in the interim, 
Um, of course, uh, Angie Cairo and Nicole Sandler will take turns filling in when they can on the broadcast. Um, so, oh, uh, so so everybody, you know, send your uh, send your positive vibes to Brad. I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't advise posting anything on his social media unless he has a post about it. Uh, but you know, just keep them in your thoughts, and you know, uh, don't you know, don't worry. Green Green News and the Bradcast will be back uh, at some point, but he needs to take some time off right now for his uh, his family, and uh, and good for him for doing so. So, um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to let everybody know in case you're not, you know, if if you're wondering where Brad is, if you listen to the Bradcast on our show. Because we play the broadcast every day at 3 p.m. If I can remember to get the proper... I've been pretty good at getting them updated on a regular basis. But a daily show is a little, sometimes a little challenging when things get busy in my world. So, uh, but anyway, um, but yeah. But you can always go to bradblog.com and you can download the broadcast for free. Or listen on any of the many affiliates. Listen Or, or listen to them on TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes. Google Play Music, uh, get his RSS feed, whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah, keep Brad and Desi in your thoughts um, and his father as well. Uh, I think he's doing better. Um, but uh, I, you know, again, it was just a very, um, you know, it wasn't vague. He was he was specific, but I don't want to, you know, go in since I don't have the I can't find the post. So um, I'm assuming he might have pulled it and just like had it there for a while. So. Uh, but anyway, Brad, we're thinking about you, buddy, um, and uh, you as well, Desi, and your entire family. So, all right, let's get in. Uh, we got some lightning around cleanup uh, work to do here on the program. Um, uh, we're going to do this. Uh, we don't do this too often on the show. We've been doing it more and more lately, though. Right. Um, Sports. So Trump <clears throat> was giving a speech the other day, and uh, who was this Mariano guy? New York Yankees. Oh, Joe! Oh, stop, Joe. <laughs> Mariano Rivera. Oh my God. Okay. Is the greatest closer of all time. Mm. All time. Okay, and the first for that. player <laughs> ever to be elected to the Hall of Fame unanimously, unanimously, take that, Trump. Oh, well. <laughs> and the last player that was allowed to wear Jackie Robinson's number forty-two. Oh, I forgot that, Joe. Yes. Uniform. And after Mariana Rivera retired. So is the number forty-two in all of major base, major league baseball. So, and and you'd like this, Kenny. Every t- the Yankees, every time Mariano Rivera would come in mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, close a game, they yeah. would play Metallica. Enter, Enter Sandman. That's interesting because I I didn't realize Metallica was recording in the nineteen fifties. 
<laughs> yes, how about that? Yes, that, that, that's well, that was Metallica's father. Oh, yeah, that was uh, well, that was yeah. uh, probably uh, yeah. a swing talent. They were an offshoot of, yeah, yeah. An offshoot of the Benny Goodman, <laughs> big trio, band Talica. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Who morphed morphed into Metallica? Well, 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 Trump had yeah. this to say about Mariano the other day. After five years playing in the minors in 1955, Mariano made it oh, to the big God. leagues. Mm-hmm. God damn it. He was God born in 1989. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! God damn it! After five years playing 69. in the minors in 1955, Mariano made it to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Eighty-nine makes sense, right? In Trump world, but he was here, born here, in nineteen sixty-nine. Here's the thing. Um, oh, Jesus. Also, Sorry, I don't. Buddy. He was given him the the Medal of Freedom or something. Yeah. Yeah. Does he does he realize that he had to cross the southern border to get here? I don't think he does. Yeah. Because Mariana Rivera, uh, in his last year of his uh, pitching for the Yankees, was built. Building a brand new house in his home country of um, what was that? Oh, Panama. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that's south of the borders. Last time I checked, I'm gonna I'll check again on a map, but I think Panama is south. It's scary. Yeah, it is. It well, is. all right. Well, thank you for that. There's a sure. sports segment. Uh, we got a couple Nine, other stories we need to get to Nine, right now. Sports. Uh, Kamala Harris was on Jimmy Fallon's show, and a dude bro in the audience decided to get up and uh, ask her a question. Uh, I don't, what was that? They they had an audience full of college students from. Uh, I think it was Fordham. Yeah, Fordham University, or college, or whatever the hell they call it. And, uh, I think it's university. <laughs> <laughs> Fordham College. And Fordham, I think that Fordham, Fordham Community Fordham. College. Fordham. There's no boredom at Fordham. Uh, huh. uh, we really floored him at Fordham. Uh, but yeah, so actually, Kamala really floored this dude and, uh, and the audience uh, as well, uh, except this guy was a puddle on the floor. Whereas everybody else in the audience was floored by her amazing response to Dude Bro. Total Aryan Nation looking fucker stands up. Obviously trying to do his uh, his NRA right wing Trump loving pappy proud. You know, I'm, I'll show him. I'll show I'll show this 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 lady of color a thing or two about <laughs> about my constitutional rights to have an AR fifteen. With his air quotes. Don't forget oh, the air quotes. Oh, with oh, assault weapons. Assault weapons. Oh. oh, let's just say they're weapons meant to assault people in a in a large large capacity. You know, not just a handgun. Oh, uh, you libtards! You don't even know what automatic or semi-automatic means. You don't even know what machine gun <laughs> means. You don't know. Oh, okay, dick bag. You can have a six shooter, nothing else, or a shotgun. Boom. Uh pun not intended um but anyway so here's dude bro on jimmy fallon asking kamala harris uh don't you think it goes against the second amendment do you believe in the mandatory buyback of quote-unquote assault weapons and whether or not you do how does that idea not go against fundamentally the second amendment 
first of all, let's be clear about what assault weapons are. They have been designed to kill a lot of human beings quickly. They are weapons of war with no place on the streets of a civil society. I've seen assault weapons kill babies and police officers. So one, I'll tell you when elected president, if the United States Congress continues to fail to have the courage to do something about this, I'm prepared to take executive action and put in place a ban on the importation of assault weapons into our country. But we still have to deal with the over two million assault weapons that are currently in the streets of America. And so a buyback program is a good idea. Now we need to do it the right way. And part of that has to be, you know, buy back and give people their value, the financial value of, 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 of what they have and not just take things from people that, that have value without compensating them. We need to do it the right way. But we've got to deal with the fact that these people in Washington, D.C., have failed to have the courage. How many of you guys as college students had to have a drill during high school or middle school or elementary school where you, or even in college, where you learned about how you need to hide in a closet or crouch in a corner in the event that there was a mass shooter roaming the hallways of your school. Look at that. Everyone in the audience except for like two douchebags raised their hand. Yeah, yeah that was stunning to me. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, but anyway, I just wanted to, because it was, a st- you know, that's why she said, look at that. Every yeah. hand went up. Every hand went up. Yep. So. Here, here she is continuing her thought. Look at that. And here's the thing. I don't want that any of our children should have to sit in class when you should be paying attention to what's happening in the front of the classroom, letting your mind open up to the wonders of science, math, or art, or whatever, and instead have to be worried about who's going to come banging through the door carrying some kind of weapon. Leaders need to lead on this issue. And so I'm telling you, when elected, if Congress fails to act, I'll give them 100 days to put a bill on my desk for signature. And if they do not do it, I will put in place by executive action, a comprehensive background check requirement, and a ban on the assault weapons and importation of assault weapons into our country. I'm done. And then the camera zoomed onto the guy who asked the question. (laughs) It didn't zoom. It just panned to the audience, and everyone was applauding. Except for uh, Except, Mr. Yeah. Aryan Nation douchebag, and he was like, just yeah. let out a sigh and was like sulking. He would he wouldn't applaud. You know he that, just has his arms folded. What a baby! You know what that reminded me of, and I know you're probably too young to remember this, but it reminds me of that moment in the vice presidential debates uh, in 1988 when. Uh, when uh oh what was it? Uh, not now i forgot his name lloyd benson oh right turn to uh dan quayle oh yes and said you know the famous words i knew john kennedy john kennedy was a friend of mine you're no john kennedy after he dan quayle dared to compare himself to john kennedy and they panned the they panned the camera back to Dan Quill at that moment, and he looked like somebody just took a dump on his head. <laughs> yeah, that kid. It was one of the like... most deflated looks I've ever seen in a debate, and that kid looked just like Dan Quill. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, I mean, I don't and have that's that the thing. I, 
I love this because I I think that this was a whole bunch of um, that kid was from Fordham, but I think that was a that, that audience was a bunch of kids from all of the New York City colleges, mm. and yeah, a lot he of them had really Fordham. a lot of them had Fordham shirts on for sure. Yeah, uh, but he he looked like wow, you know, with his little air quotes. Mm-hmm. Second yeah, Amendment. I hate people she, that do that anyway. She called them out, and she yeah. called them out. Really, I just I found it just amazing. Uh, and that and is the kind what? of fight. This is why I like her so much, because that's yes. the kind of logical fight we need going in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. ha- hey, has has Baron Trump had to go through an active shooter drill? Probably not, because his school is all have security. No, you know, I, I think true. if she wa- if she wanted to get really nasty with them, mm-hmm. she should have asked them. Have you ever seen a five year old's body that's been hit by an AR fifteen? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but she's. Have you ever seen what do it that. does to no. human flesh? Well, she has. Oh, here okay, I've she actually. Has. She has seen it, but she's not uh, going to do that. Here, I actually. I mean, I mean, really, uh, like you, you little shit. You probably never, you never even, you you, you don't know what that does to to yeah. a, a ch- and and a child's parent. Mm-hmm. Who here. has to yeah, bury their child? Yeah. Here, I, I think that her uh, message was felt oh, yeah. and heard. It was Absolutely. succinct, succinct and to the point. Uh, here, listen yes. to this, Senator. I served with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. Gosh, I do remember that. I have that oh, on yeah. VHS. But I'll, but I'll yeah. never forget. Well, never forget the camera panning back to Dan Quill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, it looked like somebody like pulled the pin right out of the balloon, <laughs> and he was sh- shrinking like the the witch, wicked witch of the west <laughs> threw water on him. It was one of the greatest expressions I've ever seen. Yeah, it really was. Um, okay, uh, here's one that I picked out for everybody. But yeah, Kamala Harris. You know, if, if you, I think that this. I hope. I hope that this because that well, this was just from last night, correct? On on Fallon. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that this it, with the whole Lewandowski circus and everything. I hope this gets picked up in the news cycle. And that people have her uh, start having her on shows and stuff a little bit more, other than just the late night talk shows, because j- she's been on did Kimmel. Did you see her on um, Rachel Maddow Thursday night? Uh, no, no, no. But I, I want to see it her last night. It might have been last night. Well, I want to see was her. Awesome on yeah. Rachel Maddow. Yeah, I just want to see her on more mainstream stuff since everybody's talking about Biden. Seriously, talk about Harris too. You know. Um, yeah. Again, it, this is. This is kind of uh, how is it not wildly important that we have a you know a, a very prominent woman of color you know making history right here no one woman of color has gotten this far in this much attention in any presidential race ever am i wrong yeah no take a look at Shirley Chisholm I don't even know who that is. I just broke 
the show. No, you didn't break the show. I don't know who that is. She was the first woman of color to oh. ever run for president. Run for president, sure. And that Shirley shows Chisholm. how much they, they, they covered her. You know? So, um, but yeah, I... Uh, anyway, um, let me see. If, if it helps, I want to yeah. tell you, right now, and if you remember back in, in, in Trump's election... I came out clearly for um, Martin O'Malley. Mm-hmm. And that was fine with that. I'm so fine with that. I still think he's a great guy. Um, right now, I am very conflicted between Elizabeth Warren and Kamala Harris. That's where I am. I, I really do uh, like Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren. I've loved her for years. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I I have a, a a great fear of the ugliness, and it's not her fault. It's not her fault at all. But the the Pocahontas shit, yeah. Where, where we'll she's going to she's going to be painted is in you know as inauthentic, as as a usurper, as you know somehow trying to take something that wasn't hers. And and I know it's bullshit, but unfortunately that's that's fake news manufactured bullshit baggage that's been hung around her neck like a flaming tire you know and i also like Buttigieg. yeah me too i don't have a choice right now yeah so um, I, I will say you know tulsi uh please go away um marianne williamson please go away and andrew yang Please go away. Yeah. And um, Yang, I, I'm, I don't hate, but he he's he's just a walking gaff machine. Yeah, he is. So uh, also, um, the mayor of New York, go. The Blasio. There are people who I I can tell you I just want to leave the race. Yeah. De Blasio needs to go away. He, he well, thank he God Swalwell. One percent. Yeah, thank scope. God Swalwell dropped out. But yeah, Castro, I'm about at that point too because he's getting fucking I'm, obnoxious. He like picked up the yes. mantle. He picked up the torch from uh, um, uh, 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 Swalwell, and is going with that the, ages the, the bullshit. The Ryan guy, the Ryan guy. I want him to go away too. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I'm yeah, telling Tim you Ryan. who I'm not endorsing, period. Yeah. And I will vote for Blue no matter who, mm-hmm. but I feel like there is a whole bunch of people out there who just Yeah. Stop. Stop. Well, and there's stop. some real there's some real freaky stories coming out of the Bernie camp too. Uh where there's all oh. kinds of disarray and dissent and in just madness going on over there. They're like they're infighting like crazy from what I've seen. So, you know, I mean, I don't wish any ill will to Bernie Sanders. He's definitely not going to be in my top five, Um, you know, uh, but, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I have one other thing I want to get to really quick uh, before we go to the break. Um, But, you know, the big thing out of all this stuff uh, about um, uh, Brett Kavanaugh and uh, his... uh, his uh, wang doodle and uh, deciding to whip it out and shove it, you know, other guys grabbing it and shoving it in other women's hands and, and you know, uh, exposing his his penis. That's right, I said Don't it. Don't say penis in this house. 
Um, well, Ben Shapiro says dick pics are never happened. Uh, right. Yeah, Ben Shapiro wants it wants uh, he wants a description of uh, Kavanaugh's uh, boof wang doodle. We've had a bevy of public figures in recent years who have had their genitalia described on national television by people who allege sexual assault. Right, Stormy Daniels famously described President Trump's genitalia. Wasn't Bill Clinton's assault. genitalia. Details of such Wasn't were were talked assault. about. Nobody has yet described Kavanaugh's genitalia. Now that's not dispositive. Maybe they were generic. Who knows? But the bottom line is we've had no corroborating details on any of these stories. All of them apparently happened in public places with other witnesses available, and not one witness has been there who corroborates any of these stories. So, Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. Why do conservative men love discussing other dudes' dongs? <laughs> I mean, we have a laugh about the Peroni thing and everything, and I'm sorry if if somebody's really suffering from Peroni's disease. I don't want you to hurt. Uh, you know, it'll get better. There's medicine medicine out there, but you know yeah, they these can fix it. They can these fix guys, it. yeah, you just you know, um, tape a popsicle stick yeah, on. A spl- they have a, a splint for that. <laughs> um, and uh, get a tongue depressor. Um, but. <laughs> It's like they put like braces on it. Yeah, yeah. But uh but no, I you know, I again I I'm I'm being a goofball here. But uh but seriously, why because I always read like the creepy fanfic over in, you know, the place I should never go. Uh you know, the the hive will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I'm always saying, oh, how is it that, uh, you know, one man can do this to another man and you libtards think it's normal? And they'll go into graphic detail about what they think, how, how they think gay guys have sex. And it's like, you think about this more than gay guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're really whipping yourself into a, 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 a frothy lather of santorum here over this uh but yeah so ben shapiro though you know he's like you know we need to see what his wiener looks like we need to find out tell us tell us what his wiener looks like and by the way i've, I've also discovered who um ben shapiro reminds me of it's been killing me who he reminds me of there's a character actor by the name of eddie Deason who played eugene in greece and he was like the nerdy guy in War Games and was in that crazy early 80s movie called Midnight Madness. He's one of those guys, if you see him, you can never forget him because he's got this really crazy nerd voice, you know. Um, and he also oh, did yeah. a, he did the character Mandark on Dexter's Laboratory. And it, tell me if this doesn't remind you of uh, uh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, excuse me, sir, but may I please relocate myself to a closer location to the board so I can achieve the optimum effect of your education? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't that? I thought that was Ben Spiro. See, there you go, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So yeah, Eddie Deason, uh, you know, you're a great actor and everything. You've got a very unique voice, but I, I think uh, Ben Shapiro is trying to steal your shtick. So, uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> Heather says because Shapiro hasn't got one. I'm guessing <laughs> that's why he wants. Tell me what it looks like. Can somebody please tell me what it looks like? I must have an any. So, <laughs> an innie? An innie. Yeah, way He's got an innie. An yeah. innie genus? Uh, that's what I'm Don't speculating. Don't penis in this house! It got sucked up into my body before I hit puberty. 
Oh, does that happen? <laughs> That's gross. No, I don't think it. I don't know. I don't think it does. It, it happens. Um, it happens. With, uh, I know. I know. Dwight Schrute. Dwight Schrute. I think said he could do that on it the office at one point. In. He said he could. He can suck yeah. his well, penis up into his. Into if you his get body. really, really scared, you can shrink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, cat says Benji was homeschooled. So, and she also said. Ben Shapiro needs to go to hell. So, uh, there you go. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, I, I just, I thought that that was, that was, uh, important to play. Ben Shapiro wanting to know what Booth Kavanaugh's, uh, wiener looks like. Okay. I guess that makes, uh, one of us Benji. So, <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of other women who wish they never saw it and probably have blocked it out. I mean, it, it, seriously, it's not like, you know, did it have a tattoo of an anchor on the side and a, you know, a, a scar? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, you know, uh, okay, can you please pick the penis out of the lineup? You know, Don't sorry. say penis in this house! Uh, I mean, really. I, I, it's not like if somebody whips at their dick, and I've been around you know drunk guys or whatever you know over the years not fortunately not recently where the guys will get drunk and whip their dicks out i don't memorize every nook and cranny or feature of said dick you know i mean you know i was in punk rock bands and stuff like that guys guys will be exhibitionists and weirdos this one guy scott i used to be in a band with fortunately not for very long he used to like whip his dick out on stage and fling it around and i'm like dude fucking stop so but you know but the the only thing i remember about it is that he whipped his dick out not like the landscape of the dick <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean how many women were in the audience ken i don't know 30 40 50 out of Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Uh, people many, people I mean, in the audience probably I don't know maybe maybe a dozen to twenty to thirty maybe. Oh my god! It Look, was I'm the not early night. Blame women, but god damn it! If a guy drags out his dick, he did. It, he just whipped it out for everybody to see. It wasn't like he he hit somebody with it or shoved it in their face or anything. So. Well, it's okay. still, it's not right. right, it's not right, but, you know, it, I guess it's akin to, you know, Mardi Gras, you know, flashing and stuff like that. Any kind of flashing, you know. I don't know. Okay, so all right. I, I don't like it, but it was the early 90s, and, you know, idiots in their early 20s doing stupid shit. You know, it wasn't me, but I told them, I was, I, I, I was like, dude, fucking stop that, it's creepy. Um, but you know, people fucking laughed and thought it was hilarious. So, um, whatever. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. So anyway, let's go, uh, let's get in. And Heather says, I'm, I'm, uh, well, she's like, she's with cat about Shapiro going to hell. Don't worry. It'll happen. So anyway, uh, Jim Morrison used to take a dump on stage. So, oh, Jim Morrison yeah, well, whipped it and got arrested for whipping his wank, uh, weenus out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he got arrested in Texas, right? Yeah, well, he took a dump on stage, didn't he? 
I don't know about dumb. I don't know about dumb. Yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mick, ja- Mick Jagger, Iggy Pop, tons of tons of artists whip their wieners out. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's go ahead and go to the break. I'm sorry I broached this subject here, but yeah, my whole point is I've seen guys' dicks and I don't memorize the landscape. That's all. You know, it's like I usually turn my head and walk away. Um, except for that one time, there was one magnificent penis. No, I'm kidding. Oh, don't uh, save oh. penis in this house. It was golden. No, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, the final segment. We got some mad cons coming up, everybody. So uh, don't you go nowhere. Uh, yeah, whatever. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty, for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the program, everybody. And, uh, Joe, I suppose I should ask, uh, I know next week's best of the clown car, but, uh, we got a brand new episode. I think Adam Hebert was on with you guys this past Sunday. Yes, he was. Correct? Yes. Yeah. You got, uh. Yes. Adam was on. Yeah. And, uh, we had, uh, Lauren Mayer was on. Very cool. Always a treat. Yes. Uh, always, always a pleasure to have Lauren. And we had Kathy. Oh, uh, I love so, Kathy. Yeah, we had a good show, and yeah. uh, the clown car will cover uh, the events of last week, which included uh, uh, Trump confusing the, the memorial for nine eleven for a reopening of seven uh, eleven in his neighborhood. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that that's a classic yeah. moment, uh, of course. All the way to uh, uh, when he uh, forgot that Baron was his son. Oh, yeah, yeah, because... Uh, Donnie, you are not the oh, father. Uh, That's right. <laughs> and, oh, and Joe, uh, you might appreciate this. Um, you guys know that I'm obsessed with that, the the toy line Mego, uh, the the 8-inch action figures. I'm a collector. I'm a customizer and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I really like mm-hmm. the monster mm-hmm. line, Joe. But I think you're going to have to help me for the for the for an upcoming one that they're making. <laughs> that's right they're making a version of the fly joe i put it in the chat room for you to look at oh look at that yeah he's got his little lab coat he's got one a little fly claw and everything isn't that exciting yeah yes so i'll buy you one if you want one yeah i might like one of those now is is, uh is that uh david hedison I, I don't know. Or, I think I think they're going for a generic version. Uh, oh, I think okay. they'll they'll probably call it the Fly Monster or something like that. Because oh, you know, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, either that or it'll be licensed. I don't know. They do a lot of licensing, but then they'll do like generic monsters too. So like a okay. generic werewolf or a generic vampire. You know, 
Uh, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure because you know they just did a headless horseman figure that was really cool too. So yeah, I uh, didn't know if they were going for a David Hedison or, or a Jeff Goldblum. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> which which one they were going to go for? But yeah, and if anybody's interested that too, I'll, looks, I'll that put, one looks more like Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. It looks more like the the old one, older one to me because I don't think Goldblum wore the the lab coat that much when he started transforming. Yeah, it's true. I think That's he just true. went straight up monster. But check this one out too. This is the uh, the new headless horseman too, which is really cool looking. Rain, you might even think that looks cool. So, um, but yeah, he has a removable uh, pumpkin head. So, anyway, uh, that one's coming in the mail to me soon. But uh, all right, let's go ahead and get to Mad Cons, everybody. Uh, here we go. Uh, I know the jingle says Mad Libs, but they're really Mad Cons because. You know, we make fun of conservatives. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs! Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, let me see. Where's the music for this? Uh, the impossible. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. That's the wrong one. Yeah. No. Oh, God. All right, here it is. I got it now. All right. Uh, there we go. Joe, I need a verb ending in ing. Lying. Lying. All right. Rain, I need a part of the body. Um, mouth. And Joe, I need another part of the body. Uh, tonsils. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the foley there, Somebody Ray. Has tons. Um, my tonsils out. Have you guys had your tonsils removed? Did you guys have your tonsils removed? I had mine removed. No, no. I did not. That's the no, only surgery I think I've ever had. I mean, I had, I my, had my appendix removed. I had my elbow reset. I had a wart burned off. Oh. And oh, um, and uh, so frozen. My tonsils it was frozen off. But my tons tonsil tonsillectomy, I think, is my only uh, made close to major surgery. That's not very major either. Anyway, um, rain a type of container. Plastic. No, uh, a, a plastic what? I mean, I need a specific kind of container. Oh, okay, a type of container. Um. Oh my God. I want to say a condom. Oh. A used got condom. Um. Oh, okay. More specific. I like that. Uh, 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 Joe, an adverb. Uh, disgustingly. All right. And rain. I need um a grotesque liquid. It says something icky, but I want I want to be more specific. An icky icky liquid. A grotesque liquid. Yeah, a yucky liquid. Um. Oh my God, my mind right now is. Maybe something is that sounds like my last. It's a wash. Something that sounds like my last name. Nope, nope. That's too easy, Joe. <laughs> I want to go with. I want to go with... Do your dogs produce any kind of liquids ever? No, no. They're <laughs> all spayed. 
God damn it. No. Oh, okay, no. so if I fed if I fed a bunch of table scraps to uh, Duke or Earl. No. No. I'm gonna go with you. Want a grotesque liquid? Sure. I'm gonna go with everything that went into Stormy Daniels' vagina. Trump juice. Yep, Trump juice. Uh, oh. I'll put Trump shroom Trump juice. Trump went raw dog. Trump shroom is, uh, juice. That is icky. Uh, yeah, you can you can figure it all out, but it all went into Stormy Daniels. I, I put Trump shroom juice. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Joe. I need uh, <clears throat> the most far flung exotic animal you can think of. Not 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 even exotic, but just like uh, uh just. An un, you know, an animal we don't see here every day in America. Mm. Some kind of crazy animal. Some kind of cra- uh, cow. Aha! A Tasmanian devil. Okay, that's good. Uh, all right, Rain. I need a silly word. Oi, Gewalt. Uh, okay. Oigavelt. It is. Uh, Joe, another verb ending in ing. Rusting. Rusting. Rain, another silly word. Boing. Boing. Okay. Joe, a type of food. Type of food, uh, asparagus. All or do right. You need a, uh, mm-hmm. If you want to go darker than that, you can, or, or weirder. Oh no, I thought you. Or did you mean a genre? Rather no, than no, just no. Any any edible object is fine. Okay. A genre. Right. Um, genre. Rain. Also, another uh, uh, crazy off the wall animal. One that we wouldn't see on an American farm or household. Oh, um, platypus. That's good. Uh, and last but not least, Joe. I need the name of a foreign country. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. It is. Okay, we're done. We didn't even talk about the whole thing in Saudi Arabia. Oh my so. god. How hilarious is that that everybody's like, Bolton just wants to get us into war with Iran. And then Pompeo comes out and was like, it was totally Iran that did this in Saudi Arabia and we got your back. <laughs> and Trump's like, we're cocked and loaded. <laughs> Oh, did he say yeah. he said locked and loaded this time though? How fucking yeah. hilarious is that that all those assholes that were like, you know, and, and and I'm not defending Bolton, but you know, they're like, Bolton just wants to get us into endless war in the Middle East. And then the Trump administration is not blaming the people who took took credit for the oil refinery bombing. Uh, and going, to, it was Iran. It was Iran. Totally, totally. We're going, no, no, seriously. It was Iran. It was Iran. Oh my god, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Freaks. It, after we were told it was Yemen, uh, oh my god. I, I, it's so insane, so insane. Anyway, here we go. All right, this first Mad, Mad Con is speaking of speaking. 
These are from the book Francie gave me at Rain's party, Best of Mad Libs. 50 years of Mad Libs. Speaking of speaking, a recent loopy poll shows that the majority of people are terrified of public lying. Not Corey Lewandowski. Um, <laughs> they would rather walk across burning hurricanes or swim in knife-infested waters than give a speech in front of a group of gynecologists. Well. This edible fear can be overcome in five easy air quotes. <laughs> One, organize all your green lights on a piece of shark. Two. Mm, that sounds delicious. Uh, <laughs> two, remember to start your speech with a funny prison. Mm. Uh, when speaking, Look your audience straight in the taint and speak in a strong and watery voice. Oh. If they're sitting down, that might be kind of hard to look them straight in the taint, right? Eh, not necessarily. Yeah. They're sitting down and somebody well, else is sitting down. Sure, well, they, look they're... Them in the taint. Spread your legs open. Um, That's what I'm getting at. Four, be simple. Never use readable words that are, are that are over the audience's mouth. And five, always keep a pic picture of German beer next to you in case your tonsils go dry. <laughs> well, <laughs> that actually worked out well. It's true. Um, it's true. <laughs> all right, and I think this is probably going to be some stellar advice here. This one is called uh, "What Not to Eat for Lunch." Oh, this is going to be awful. <laughs> Everyone knows that kids who eat junk food turn out disgustingly. Make sure your lunch use condom is filled with nutritious, hopeful food. Rain. Uh, what? What? Make sure your lunch used condom is filled with nutritious, hopeful food. Uh, semen is not unnutritious. There's actually a cookbook on Amazon that uh, I think Stephanie Miller talked about it on her show at one point. I'm not um, wrong about this. Do not go to the frozen food stand across the street from your school. The hamburgers they served are, serve are fried in Trump shroom juice and oh. made of Tasmanian devil meat. The hot dogs contain chemicals such as hydrogenated cheese and sodium oigavelt. I love oigavelt. And they are made from ground-up forks. I guess if they're ground-up, Joe, that'd be all right, right? Yeah, I guess. Full of iron, I bet. Uh, I am uh -huh. looking forward to making a complete dinner t this weekend. Uh, mm. mm, fried and mm, mm. Trump shroom juice and Tasmanian devil meat. Oh my um, god. If you spend time rusting around those places, you will get fat and chilled and people will call you a boing. <laughs> <laughs> so take a sandwich made from chicken or turkey or lettuce asparagus and proctologists and drink healthy and drink healthy platypus milk instead of cola drinks 
If you eat good food, you might grow up to be the president of Sri Lanka. Or America. No, wrong, wrong. <laughs> no, because at least in fast food, you know what you're getting. It's true. It's true. Believe me. Believe me. Remember when Trump said that? He's like, yeah, yes. I like fast food because they tell you exactly what you're getting. No, they literally don't tell you anything you're getting. When you buy food in a store and it has the nutrition facts labels on it and stuff, they that is they tell you exactly what you're getting. You have to ask for nutrition facts on every item from a menu at a fast food joint or go online. So no, they absolutely don't tell you except for two all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions on a sesame seed bun. Boom. All all beef could mean all beef eyeballs. All beef sphincter. Doesn't say USDA ground chuck. <laughs> you know. Um so anyway, uh, very good, very good, guys. Um, uh, thanks for helping with the mad cons. Excellent stuff. So, um, Heather says, I looked up the cookbook, Kenny Pick. I'll admit, I think Marta's made me do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, there is, there is the, uh, there is the semen, uh, cookbook out there. You can make a spicy, very bad influence on people. Yeah. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Great show, everybody. Uh, sorry, you know, we had to. Sometimes we get a little more serious about things on the show, and it needs to be done. We need to vent, and I'm glad we were able to get at least, you know, uh, we got four of you to call in tonight, so that was something. And, um, and yeah, you know, there are some very frustrating things going on right now, but there is hope. There is hope. I, I refuse to give up. And I refuse to, you know, give up being kind to people, even though we might have minor disagreements. Um, but, you know, when it comes to the, the Trump cult side, I just can't. I'm not at any point in my life where I can forgive these people for, react. you know, I know Hillary Clinton was a very flawed candidate, but our country did not deserve this hell that we're getting from a fucking reality TV show host clown who's been a disgrace since the 1980s. Ugh. Amen, Ken. You know, I mean, you you fuckers, you know, you 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 have inflicted damage upon our country that will not be rectified for generations whether or not he wins and you know, you know, no. I don't if he wins in 2020. Y'all need to get your passports. Well, I now I'm never going that route. I'm not leaving my home. You know, it's 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 not going to affect me. That's like I always say. This, I never vote for me, because I'm safe. I have privilege. I I I I am you know I'm not in need of anything in my life. You know. Uh, I never vote for me. I always vote for the people that that Republicans hate and want to marginalize and want to destroy because it doesn't matter who's president for me. It really literally does not matter for me personally. It just doesn't, you know, morally it does, 
but you know I, I I don't see how I'm ever gonna you know I'm not a minority you know um you know the the presence of straight white men in this country pretty monolithic still to this day although endangered not bad kids um but yeah we're still a little ways off but anyway um all right parting shots uh who wants to go first i'll leave it up to you guys i always i always force you into this role who wants to go first <laughs> i do okay rain go for it i know i'm shocking you right Mm-hmm. So my parting shot is that I want, and I feel like this might happen, Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, I, I feel like he needs to call on Kavanaugh to step down. Because um, I've said this before, John Roberts wants to come across as the guy who keeps the Supreme Court in order. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're seeing with Kavanaugh right now, it's pretty bad. And so my parting shot is for Justice Roberts to call for his stepping down. Well, I, I like that, I thought, um, but it's a long shot. Uh, it is a long shot. But the thing is, the point that I've made before on this show is that he is going to become the moderate voice on the Supreme Court. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Because he knows that he knows that Kavanaugh is a fucking rapist. Yeah. So that's my parting shot. All right, Joe, what you got, brother? I mean, well, as you know, Saudi Arabia's oil supply was attacked. Remember that? Couldn't happen to a nicer uh, bunch. A kingdom, right? So, <laughs> and Trump said, uh, if, if you recall, he said, uh, "There's reason to believe we know the culprit. They're locked and loaded, depending on verification. But we're willing to hear from the kingdom as to who they believe was the cause and under what terms we would proceed." Waiting to hear from the kingdom. That's... So now, our war powers reside with the uh murderers of Khashoggi Saudi Arabia yeah yeah the murderers of Khashoggi uh, and the in the country that spawned all of the terror uh, right. uh, what uh, 11 11 yeah 11 of the yeah. 12 terrorists on 911 was it is it I, I'm trying to imagine you know what 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 they would have done with Obama if he, he tweeted or said something like as stupid as that uh, but but always happy to see the Conway marriage breaking apart. George Conway oh my. tweeted out, gosh, I went back to look at Article 1, Section 8, Clause 11 of the Constitution, you know, the war powers, and it looks like someone amended it with a Sharpie <laughs> to say the Saudi royal family shall have the power, he put in, put a Sharpie oh. to declare war. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I did not, you know, I'll tell you what. That, I think, is the first instance of George Conway practicing a little Rex Kwando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. See, he's been solid before, but that's, yeah, that's I, real I sharp. Link, I put the link in there for you. To, you have to see the visual. So he, he had someone do a Photoshop and, and Sharpie in the, the uh, 
uh, Saudi Arabia. You like can admit Arabia. it, Joe. It was you. You did the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> he had somebody, yeah. as Joe does, air quotes that he hates. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's always good to see the Conway Conway household in disruption. Those and, poor uh, kids, though. Hopefully I mean, they. Stupid. Hopefully those kids the get son. a lot more daddy time than mommy time. I think they do. So. All right, good stuff. Thank you, everybody. Uh, my parting shot. Um, yeah, join us this Friday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Stick around for the Tim Coromel show uh, tonight. Uh, find out the Joe's clown car recap of last week, and uh, of course Adam and uh, Lauren and Kathy were on, right? Lauren, Kathy, and uh, Adam. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. And, uh, yeah, who knows what's going to happen on Friday. We might have a little bit more from the hearing, but who knows what's going to happen between now and then. Um, and uh, the Lewandowski hearing, that is. And, yeah, just it, it, and once again, everybody, be, be kind to one another. Listen to one another. Uh, if you see that somebody's feeling down and you think you can, you know, give them some kind words to pick them up, uh, do that, you know, because these are trying times for everybody. And... Um, you know, we have to have each other's backs because if we don't, nobody else will. Um, and, uh, you know, so yeah, yeah, be good to one another. We love you all. That's it. We'll see you on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff. We wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs>